Here we go. That sound is in every song now. What? This is that song I sent you the other day. Oh no. Yeah. What were you about to say? Does he know what? What is he saying at the beginning? Uh, which part? Something about, about the fly. No, he's saying your pelican fly, girl, your pelican fly. Oh, okay. That line I that pictured. Lil Wayne wrote like seven years ago. Right. I pictured that they made like a sequel to the Iron Giant, <laughs> and that was like the motivational scene. And there was a bunch of kids like putting together no. this robot that was gonna fly. That <laughs> guy was like, "It can fly. It, it's gonna fly." No. And he was being real like, uh, like motivational for them. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, you're also still you moved back and now you're not even talking into the microphone anymore. I'm on the microphone right now. No, you're not. I can't get much closer to it. Literally, like I'm I'm this far from the. You program. always lean up. You know that thing adjusts. You can lean back in the chair if you want to. Yeah, but then I just do this, like, and it's like. Yeah, and that's louder. Is this better? Yeah. You act like we've done like more than a few episodes of this. I also act like you've used an SM57 microphone before, which I'm sure you have when you recorded vocals. I, first of all, have never been in a band. <laughs> oh, my have God. Have you been in a band? This is exactly like when I text you before every single week and you go, what's the phone number to the Skype on the show? I need to know. You can save it. Which you argued with me today saying it's not as easy. It is. You click on the number in your text message and click add to context. Welcome to Big Snackers, episode number 55. Yeah. Today's a special year-end episode. Um, I brought a box full of presents for Justin and myself. I took looking good, feeling good to a whole new level because I really appreciate that you listeners out there have adopted looking good, feeling good, LGFG. It means a lot. I got rid of the hat because I think I've stepped myself up a notch. I got my game up a notch. Sorry, I sound a little sick. I am sick. My voice is a little gone, which sucks. Um, it's been gone since I got out of the <coughs> hospital, so I don't know why. I shouldn't have anything to do with it, but I think it's because of my stomach and all the fluids. So I'm all backed up. Yeah. Now, um, my friend, my roommate's girlfriend has been in town all week for Christmas. Her mm. name's Caitlin. She's very nice. And she was at the mall. And she saw something that she said, that reminds me of Ryan. And she got it for me. And let me tell you about this piece of footwear I'm wearing right now. I mean, I want to tell you right now, these are the most comfortable things I've ever worn. And we're not <coughs> sponsored by them. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to put a little little uh, subliminal message product placement in here. But she bought me these fuzzy slippers uh -huh. that have memory foam on the inside. Yeah. And I am looking good and I'm feeling good. What do you think? I hate them. Why do you hate them? Because they're stupid. Why are they stupid? Because you're a grown man. Yes, I am. And you can enjoy things like that, but I don't. I just don't agree with it. I enjoy them around my house. I enjoy them today in Wendy's. The old lady yeah, looked see, at me. No, and that's the lady, my thing. The lady at Wendy's was for certainly, because I live in Harrison, you're going to agree, 
was for certainly looking at me like, oh, here's a gay right here. We no, got a absolutely. Gay. Yeah, I'm we sure got she was because you're in Harrison. Right. We get, and uh, and I'm not I'm not homosexual. It's OK if you are. Yeah. Um, Thanks for letting everybody know that's all right. <laughs> that being said, I would court you if you wanted to go out some weekend. Yeah, I don't. But I would. I know, but I don't want to. I would take you on one of those um, horse and buggy rides around downtown. See, I don't want that because I don't agree with it. Why? Because of the horse? Yeah. I don't agree with him because um, I went on a double date. Well, we'll get to that, into my dating life, which exists right now again for the first time in a few years. Yeah. But uh, so that's exciting. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a lady that was riding around in Cincinnati. I'm sure other cities do it, but I don't give a fuck because we live in Cincinnati. So fuck your city. You're all racist. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Cincinnati, they do this thing where you like two horses pull like something from like Cinderella. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks, looks like some so sort it looks of like, like a, a big, horse and buggy. Pumpkin carriage. And they give you a tour of our city, which there's not much to see. I mean. Yeah. I like Cincinnati. It's getting better, but it's not like a beautiful city. Well, the problem is, is where not, they not wh- much to see. Where they're pulling the carriages around isn't the part that anyone wants to see. Like I mean, they don't like Fountain Square. You yeah. see a big fountain. That's cool. But they don't go down to like Washington Park right. and they don't go around Music Hall and stuff. They just kind of stick to that one square right. around Fountain Square. And it's like, I mean, that's fine, but you can't. It's literally there's no street lights. You can't see shit down the one uh one street you go down and whatever. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know what the point is. Now, thank God there were six of us because we went to the Brazilian steakhouse downtown. I don't remember yeah. the name. Bueno Braza. Which, have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. That place is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I would eat there every day if it wasn't $100. Right. And what's funny is and like. you were allowed to do that. What? Well, you're not allowed to eat th- like something like that every day right now. No, I'm definitely not. Yeah. It'd be very bad for me in my stomach. But um, no, it's funny because I've talked to a few people and like a few guys, and but especially girls, like we should go there sometime. It's really nice. And they've been like, well, I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, here's what you don't understand. That place is so good that I think I could literally just get the salad bar yeah. and eat it and not even care about all the amazing meat. Yeah. And the meat is amazing. I loved every second of it. And I took every kind. I think I tried everything. Yeah. Because at a Brazilian steakhouse, if you haven't been there, you get there. It is insanely expensive. It's about $100 a person. Yeah, just about. Um, if you do just get the salad bar, I think it's 30 or 40 yeah, but this is not like a normal salad bar. No, it's, it's got like all insane. kinds of shit. And uh, you get the salad bar as much as you want, and then you get a chip that has a green and a red side. And if you want food, you leave the green side up. So different waiters come out with different kinds of meats, and if it's green, they just keep on giving you food. And if you're full or want to wait, you make it red, and they don't bring you food. Right. But I literally almost filled up on the salad bar when we went because it had you know like all these crazy types of salad. The pasta salad, macaroni salad, like garlic bread, like meatballs, just all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And it was amazing. But luckily, um, like we went on a triple date there and we see a lady riding one of those horse carriage things. Okay. I don't know who paid this lady or why this seemed fine or acceptable, but luckily five other people besides me happened to see it. Mm. This lady was driving this carriage. She definitely did meth. She had on a UK, like, um, one of those old school leather jackets with, like, all the triangle patches over oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No shirt on and a bra and then flare bell-bottom jeans. Oh. And she was the one controlling and taking your money 
to take this tour of the city on this horse. Did you give her my phone number or not? I did. Okay. Good. And um, she said she'll, she'll get a hold of you soon. Yeah, she said so. she'll give you a free private tour, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, whatever that means. Of what? I think that means she's going to fuck you. Oh, okay. So. That's, I mean, fair enough. Is that inappropriate? No, I mean, I don't care what she does. Well, I just, because, you know, like, I don't want to say anything wrong because, you know, people don't like it when you call girls attractive anymore. It's offensive. No, I mean, that is offensive because girls are disgusting. Vanessa, you're not attractive. What do you mean, what? It wasn't a metaphor. You're not attractive. Okay, you're attractive. Except that you're still wearing those Xbox pajama pants. And I don't believe you've taken those off since two weeks ago. No, she's not. You don't wear real clothes at all. Not after five. Let's not fool anybody. I don't believe you have a job. I don't think you go to work. She does. I've been, I visited her at work before. Yeah, and she shows up and has a friend there like, hey, uh, Carlos, let me get that name tag real Carlos? quick. Carlos? I don't know. First name I thought of. That's <laughs> real racist. That's not racist. Yeah, it is. Anything, Why is it that a guy named Carlos has to work in retail? Because of anything, it's non-racist. It's equal opportunity is the first thing I thought of is that Mexican guy has a good job. Why is he Mexican? He could be Puerto Rican with the name Carlos. He doesn't have to be Mexican. Puerto Ricans don't even speak a real language. <laughs> he speaks <laughs> <laughs> There's a long story and inside joke uh, behind that. I'm not even going to bother telling it. All right. But uh, so, probably, yeah, probably let's, let's get best. in here. <laughs> Getting into 2015, listeners. Looking good, feeling good. I want you guys, I want you to wear what makes you comfortable. Don't worry about what other people say. If you're in high school and you want to wear some of these fuzzy slippers, mine are pink. With an orange inside. Like I said, it's memory foam. It foots right to my feet. It's it like foots walking. to it? Yeah, it, fe- it feels like I'm walking on a cloud. I don't care. I will tell you right now. I have memory foam uh, slippers as well, and if that's a, fine. If a hippo with no teeth. Oh, God, I don't care about this. If a hippo with I no teeth care. could put its mouth around my whole foot, it's like I a just, warm, this is the nice worst. thing, and I could just walk around with two teethless hippos on my feet that's what it feels like this is the worst conversation that we've ever had on here that's not true i wholeheartedly believe it chris is. blair's called in before that's okay fair enough but okay, no i mean so. between just you and i okay well this is the end of the year edition we're gonna get into albums of the year i decided today not to make a list because i didn't make a list either. i just want to talk about some records yeah because i um last year i had a very easy list this year i realized my top 10 and this is just me personally so I already know right when I say this, people are going to be like, you're fucking crazy. Uh, 20 million great albums came out. I didn't have a clear defined top 10 for the year. No. I don't know if you did. I had five, but I don't have them. And I, um, you know, I don't even have five like in my head. I just know I have five. That I was going to say is I'll say 10 albums didn't come out this year that blew me away. Yeah. So that's just me personally. But albums did come out this year that did blow me away. And we'll talk about those. And I think some other people submitted things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Jack from Bayside calling in who is the guitar player and coolest guy in the world. Nicest guy to me, at least on a big tour I've ever been on. And finally, after two weeks, we got a hold of the TGR group who does Food Network and Guy Fieri will be coming in and calling in. So I guess we should start getting down he to business. He doesn't like it very much. You call him Fieri, though. Fieri, I'm yeah. sorry. It's the R. It always throws me off. Yeah. So let's start. Um, I got a box here, a shoe box full of some things. Okay. For you and I, because uh-huh. it's the end of the year and – it's Christmas and New Year's, and you're one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and I love you. Yeah. so I'm sure that'll be proven by whatever's in that box. It will be. First of all, I brought Finn just because he wanted to hang out. So, Vanessa, will you hold him? Why don't you just throw it? 
I want to hurt him. Now, here's what I got for me right here is this is whipped cream from Steak and Shake in a little container. Here's some maraschino cherries. Uh-huh. And then this is a spoon. I'm going to put these cherries in this whipped cream and I'm going to eat it while I talk to you. Don't do it while you talk to me. Why? Wait until I'm speaking about something that will be at length to where you can actually eat it and not be the most disgusting person <sighs> eating it into a microphone. Fine. Now, the rest of the box is for you for Christmas and New Year's. This okay. is Big Snackers showing that we love each other. 55 episodes deep. We are becoming a well-known <laughs> podcast, and I want people to feel the love here. A lot of podcasts don't do this. A lot of podcasts don't give presents to each other. They yeah, just you're say, right. Happy New Year's. Merry Christmas, Justin. I'm surprised you didn't want to just hand me things individually or whatever. What do you want? What do I do with this? Just put them in your lap and hold them. I don't know. You put them in your lap and you hold them. Don't stand. Watch his butt flap. It's He can get injured. Yeah. Don't stand right behind me. Very yeah, weird. it makes makes people nervous. One at a time, please. Um, okay. What do we got here? There's a clown. <laughs> Clown doll of some sort. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> That's not from Toy Story. I'm not entirely sure why you would bring me a clown doll. <laughs> okay. Well, why? Do you like it? I mean, I don't have feelings on it one way or another. I hate it on general <laughs> principle. Okay. Okay. Well, describe it to the people. This is your Christmas presents. It's, it's a clown doll that's wearing big shoe, big red shoes and big red gloves. And has striped overalls on, and a polka dot shirt, and I guess that's supposed to be its collar or something. Mm-hmm. Even though it just looks like like a big net f- neck flat, like it got a condom stuck over its <laughs> neck and it busted. It did. Oh um, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Would you? I'm sure this thing has been in your asshole. But you just not in the hole. Would you describe it as creepy or cute? no? I describe it more as how I would imagine you look like as a clown. No. Yeah. I don't look like that as a clown. If you were a clown, you would look like this. That's what I'm saying. Next Monday, I'm dressing up like a clown. No, because you'll purposely try not to dress like this. No, I will have actually. What I'll do is I'll get one of my friends that goes to the art academy. I won't tell them about this, and I'll say, dress me up like a clown. And they'll just dress me up like whatever they think I would look like as a clown. I'll give no input. Why would you go first at the art academy? Because they do makeup and costumes like that for the plays if they are enough. I know people. I don't know that you know what the art academy is for. I dated somebody that went there. I know, but I, I don't know what they majored in. Yeah, but they don't they don't generally do set design and acting and makeup there. Listen, it's mostly for graphic design and illustration. First of all, <laughs> you should know me well enough to know that just because I date a girl doesn't mean I know what she's in no, college no, for. You don't usually know what they're doing on a day to day basis. Let That's alone. correct. That yeah. is correct. I'm not a good boyfriend. Right. You're terrible. Vanessa, am I a good boyfriend? I wouldn't know. You, yes, you would. We don't have to date for you to know if I'm a good boyfriend. Stop. Does this look like Ryan? It doesn't look like me. It's the clown from Toy Story. Uh, it looks like Ryan a lot. Um, Ryan would be smiling. No, he wouldn't. He would. Not if he's dressed like a clown. I'm always smiling. I don't want to be dressed like a clown. That's true. Um, what clown from Toy Story? That does not look like a clown from Toy Story. Oh, I guess she's right. It is that clown from Toy Story. Yeah, it's just a fucked up like Burger King version oh, of it. Oh, it's like the like the serial killer version of them. You're right, though. Can we talk about how Toy Story 4 is a bad idea later? I Th- disagree with that. This whipped, cream, this whipped cream and cherries from Steak and Shake is absolutely delicious. 
Yeah, that's definitely that clown. Yeah, it is that clown from Toy Story. All right. Well, either way, it doesn't make it any more or less. Well, you got three more me. presents here for Christmas. You got me uh, Spider-Man: The Animated Series Valentine's. Yes, I did. That. You're damn to right, I did. Have at some point, at some point, come into contact with liquid, which I've not. Um, really it's water. I, I assure you. Uh huh. Yeah. You got me a deflated beach ball. <laughs> I did. Which I will not be blowing up because I'm not putting the nozzle anywhere near my mouth because no. it came from you. No, it's okay. Um, what we did is on our fall tour last year, we got mixtapes beach balls and we got like three thousand of them, but the place messed up. Mm-hmm. And they doubled the order, but we only paid for the single order. But they're not, like, branded or anything. Well, here's the thing. They are. And uh, we got 3,000 mixtapes beach balls that said mixtapes on them in big letters with a palm tree. Mm -hmm. And we blew up, like, um, our merch guy blew up, like, 50 a night. And right when we started our first song, we let them all go from the ceiling. And people would, like, bounce them everywhere. And it was crazy. And it was awesome. But then for some reason, the company sent me 3,000 extra oh, beach balls plain? without our name on them. Yeah. So at my house right now, I have 3,000 beach balls. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you want a beach ball, you write in um, to Big Snackers, email us, tumble us. You know the P.O. box. You send us a present. I'll send you a beach ball. Um, I'll write mixtapes on it if you want. I'll write Justin on it if you want. I'll write Ryan. I'll write Vanessa, the Asian. Okay. That sounds fine. I'll write Shimani Tatanka Owasichio, which uh, means Dances with Wolves in Indian. No. Yes, it does. I know it does, but I don't want you to write that on anything. Okay, I'm, you should be impressed that I know that. You know that too, but I, I know. Bet, I know. I bet most of our listeners don't know that. Maybe not, but maybe if they watch Dances with Wolves, of course. Like I don't know who would like now. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a good movie. Well, I don't know. You were the one who was so excited to watch For Love of the Game, which is the Kevin Costner baseball movie, because you're a 45 year old woman. Here's the thing, though. I was on morphine because I was in the hospital. About, no, about 30. Not at no, the time no, when listen, you text me. Yes, I was. No. Well, I got my morphine shot soon after. And let me tell you, about 30 minutes in, I turned that shit off. That movie sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. Kevin Costner's not a convincing baseball player. No. Or a convincing lover. Well, I don't know. I think Bull Durham is. I don't know. I don't think he would have sex good. No, I think he would have sex all right. Kevin Costner? Yeah. Old Kevin Costner or now? Like younger Kevin Costner. So I said Bull Durham. What like about now? Uh, I don't think he's as into it. I don't I think mean, he cares. I like, think if Kevin I mean? Costner was in Missionary right now, he'd be fine, maybe. No, I just don't think he gives a shit. Yeah, but I think if he's trying to bend himself backwards, getting like a meat hook type position, you know, with a boner up in the air. It's not. not well, I don't happen. really think he was ever into that to begin with. We should, we like, you can't think like Field of Dreams Kevin Costner was ever into that. Like, Oh, I don't know. He could be on that field at night doing some wacky shit. He could, but he wouldn't be. I don't know. I'm just telling you, he wouldn't. Him and that well, guy you from seem very him and that guy from thirty something just getting it. <laughs> oh yeah, see oh. that's what I'm saying. I like him. Okay, all right. You got a what? Another present? Yeah. And then there's a gun in here of some sort <laughs> yes, that's that I'm true. not touching because why? I feel like oh why I would be implicated in a crime if I did. Oh here, fine. Give it back. That's a nine millimeter. Yeah. Um, so I got Justin four presents for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you want the gun? I don't need a gun, Ryan. Well, here's the good thing now. Okay. Yeah. If someone tries to break into your house mm -hmm. and hijack this podcast so we can't release it, okay, I'll kill them. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's fine. And we'll leave them in your basement. We won't even tell the police. Well, I mean, what? Well, yeah. I don't like to call the police. I refuse to call the police for anything. You guys can. 
It actually literally is my rule. I don't call police. Well, I, I mean, I'm even if a crime's committed. Well, I would kind of have to. I mean, besides that, someone around my house would call them because the gunshot in this basement was very loud. Okay, well, then make a deal with me. Uh-huh. I shoot the guy. You let me have five to ten minutes to go before you call the police. Okay, fine. I was never here. All right. You still got to release Who the is pot. this guy? Any fiction. It could do be a woman. Like I'm not being sexist. Maybe I know, but we do we have enemies? I wasn't aware we had a lot of enemies. I mean, I guess we kind of. I mean, I don't know. We've had a few people call in and say that I was a rape advocate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, real quick, I wanted to let you know that uh, my friend Mason texted and said she's going to bring Kermit the dog to your house and drop him off. I, I mean, that's fine because I like the dog. I don't like you as Kermit the dog. But I'm Kermit the dog here, Justin. I will give you that that's probably the best impression of anything you've ever done. But it's terrible and inaccurate, and I don't like All it. All of my impressions are good. Uh-huh. We've already been over this. So. So today, yeah, we have a lot of good guests. What, let's was, get into our week. How was Christmas? Uh, Christmas was good. Uh, let's see. What did I do for Christmas? Uh, Christmas Eve was awesome. Me and Caitlin, mm. which is my roommate's girlfriend, and my roommate, and my other roommate and I made a huge dinner. Mm. Uh, we watched movies. We watched the interview. Yeah. Which we can get to after we talk to uh, Jack, but I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah, um, the entire story of it still is mind-boggling to me because it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I still think that America hacked America to try to promote that movie because they didn't think it was going to do well. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know. The story, I, mean, I disagree, but, but it just doesn't make sense that that ban lasted for about a day and a half, and then all of a sudden we were like, yeah. No, I think what it was was that they were just like, oh, well, this is probably, even though we're going to do this and it was something that happened, now it's a good way to make money off right. of it because everybody knows what it is. Not that everybody didn't before because they had 50 commercials on every time there was a break That's on television. That's what I mean. Is that, that movie was so heavily promoted for like the last eight months. Yeah. Like the second that movie was done being filmed, they had a trailer cut the next day. Yeah. I mean, they were – The problem is is that – it was over-promoted, and they figured it probably wasn't going to do well because nobody wants to fucking see it. And then, you know, I they just took that. advantage of a situation, you know, for better or worse. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, so I saw that, and then on Christmas, mm-hmm. I went over to my mom's house yeah. with uh, my Uncle Scott and his partner, Bruce. Mm. And uh, our friend Jerry came over. Josh and Caitlin came over again because Josh family doesn't live here. So I spent most of my Christmas with Josh and Caitlin, which normally you would think would be like the third wheel, but Caitlin is awesome, and uh, so is Josh, obviously. So it was fun. The three of us just kind of hung out, like just all three of us. And my my uncle Scott, who used to do a <coughs> catering business mm. and own a restaurant, which he needs to reopen a catering business. I wish he could get the money because <coughs> he's an amazing cook. You know that. Mm. You've been around a million times. He started. He woke up at six a.m. to start the Christmas <coughs> dinner. And worked until 6 p.m., like a 12-hour full meal oh, wow. of, like, full course from, like, appetizer through turkey to ham to dessert. That's awesome. It was ridiculously good. And then the day after Christmas, um, I got Far Cry 4 and played that a lot and started playing Minecraft again, which we'll get into. Yeah. And so I'm re-addicted to that. So um, I was going to say... Uh, since I got out of the hospital and I've been healing, I've been doing a lot better. I'm definitely a lot back to my old self, which all my friends have noticed. Mm. Um, I had a lot of problems going on, which people know about if you know me or follow me on Facebook. But uh, they were pretty serious and deadly, and I'm glad to be doing much better. 
but I've been playing Minecraft to take up time. So if you play Minecraft on PC, email me at ryanempire at gmail.com because my friend Greg and I have a server, and uh, we're looking for people to play. And we already have a lot of people, so come play with us. Danny and I come play with us. But uh, we'll get to Far Cry 4 <laughs> as well because I want to talk about that game because it's okay. badass. And I also saw... Um, my friend Heather and I saw Top 5. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about it last week. Did we? Yeah. Was it that long ago? Mm-hmm. Fuck me sideways, Susie. <laughs> and yesterday, I saw The Gambler. Yeah. And it is awesome. Is it? I love it. It's my favorite movie I've seen in a while. Um, If you're going to complain about anything, you could say it moves pretty briskly. Yeah. It kind of goes from piece to piece to piece. It's almost like a Law and Order episode where you know how it's like when a scene ends, you can pretty much guess right where the next scene's going. Right. Where it's like, oh, this guy did this. So it's like, oh, they're going to that guy's house. Right. Oh, this guy is this guy money. All right, they're going to meet him. And you kind of wish there was more filler to explain the backstory of the characters some mm-hmm. more. Still a minor complaint. I mean, the guy that did The Departed, John Goodman, Mark Wahlberg, it's still super intense, super good. Yeah. Yeah. No complaints. It looked, I look, it looked good on the. It's really Surely. good. It's really good. I recommend it. I mean, like I said, it moves briskly, but I, I won't not recommend it for that. If you're bored and you're on Christmas break, mm. go see The Gambler. Yeah. Because Mark Wahlberg's awesome. Yeah. I mean, well. And John Goodman is. I, mean, I don't know if I'd say Mark Wahlberg's awesome. No, I love Mark Wahlberg. He's fine. I like him. He's good. Sometimes I he's mean, bad. He's, might be a little racist. Yeah. I mean, most likely. When you blind an Asian man and you're. Yeah, you know. I bet that was a long time ago. I do not think it's fair that they will not give him a pardon a 30-something years later, is it? Just open a damn restaurant in California? Well, he doesn't really deserve it. But, I mean, for something he did 30 years ago, like he didn't kill a man. No, but he committed a hate crime and blinded a man for life during a robbery. And that's insanely wrong. Yeah. But it's like, what? Like, what's he like now? I mean, has he changed? Has anybody like evaluated him? I don't really know. Well, it's the same reason why I don't think that they should pardon Roman Polanski. Because I definitely, when I was in high school, said some stuff that if I said now, I'd be ashamed of myself. No. But I'm not the same person. But you also didn't beat up an Asian man and blind him for life. I didn't get the chance. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm sure you had plenty of chances to do it. There weren't any Asian kids in my school. You know, I went to a Christian private school. No, but you were, you've grown up and there's plenty of Asian people in well, Cincinnati. Well, there was Chan. Yeah. And so her brother. Could, yeah. But he was like 10 and he told us we'd see it. So. Yeah. But you could still have like punched him in the face if you really wanted okay, to. Okay, if I could go back in time. There's an Asian person standing on the couch I just, behind I don't, you. I know, but I don't really care. Like, I don't care enough about Mark Wahlberg or his restaurants to care if he gets pardoned for a crime that he I don't either, and I'm not fighting for him to get pardoned. I just think that at least, like, when it's when a certain amount of time has passed, you should at least be able to, like, go before a board and, like, evaluate you to see, like, the type of person you are now. Or but I don't think that's even possible to do. What if they secretly followed him around like I used to do to you when you were on dates? I just don't think they did that. They could, though. No, I mean, I'm not saying he's probably not a nice man. I'm sure he's a better person now than he was when he was what? I mean, didn't he literally do that when he was 18 years old? He's 42. Yeah, which is fine, but at the same time, doesn't excuse what you did. No, it's not like you just, you know. It. I mean, I'm fine with people going to jail and being rehabilitated and whatever and getting out of jail, sure. but he didn't even go to jail for it. No. He just got rewarded with a record contract but, and like a billion movie, a but billion. He did make good movie. vibrations. Yeah. 
So. And I don't think that made that guy's eye feel any better. But I think that should pardon. No, it shouldn't. In fact, if anything, it should have gotten him more jail time. It's got your good vibration. Don't try and sing it. Boom, 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 boom. Do you want me to sing Technotronic? No, instead? I do not want you to sing anything, as a matter of fact. Oh, why? Because my voice is gone? No, just in general, I don't want you to. You like it when I usually call you and sing you to sleep. You make me do it seven nights a week. No, I don't. I've never yeah. made you do that. Is that not? That's not, no, not me. <sighs> I don't know who you're calling. No, this is awkward. Can we move on? Yeah. What, what do you want to move on to? Do you want me to start singing you to sleep? No, I do not. I do you want me to start calling you in the morning and reading Marmaduke every no, day again? No, Justin. Okay, let me tell you. If you don't know this, then you're a fool. But if you read the morning comics in the paper, which nowadays there's not much of a damn reason to. But back in the day, uh, when Justin and I were younger, you had such things as Calvin There's and a Hops, reason to read them now. Speed bump. Stop it right now. Back in the day, Zits. you had The Far Side, uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Great comics. Hilarious. Ziggy. Now you have a bunch of bullshit like Justin is naming. But the worst offender of all comics on the entire planet is Marmaduke. Marmaduke is the least funny piece of shit garbage comic in the world. And the fact that is, that, guy, is, that guy makes a living drawing a comic where every single day he draws a dog on a table yeah. with a bunch of humans sitting around it saying, Oh, come on, Marmaduke. You're not a person. Ryan. Yes. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. It is doggone funny. <laughs> I hate you. So bad. Is right it now. worse? Is it worse than Family Circus? It's on par. No, come on. Is it worse than Family Circus? Like, really think about it. Family for a Circus is bad. No, yeah. Family Circus is borderline a crime. <clears throat> yeah. But so is Marmaduke. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have a shirt that you bought online and didn't make yourself that says Marmaduke is an asshole. I do. And Marmaduke is an asshole. Right. Here's the thing, though. At least they didn't make a Family Circus movie. You think they didn't try, though? Well, maybe. It's definitely possible. Once again, I'd like to say, looking good, feeling good, 2015. Anyways, so. What does that have to do with it? anything? I'm just trying to promote our brand. It's not. I no. It's not our brand because I am not on board with it. No. Yeah. You are. No. I am not. You signed a contract. One hundred percent not on board with it. You signed a contract. I didn't ever sign anything. Why do I have a contract that you signed? Okay. So I'm gonna read you today's Marmaduke and today's Family Circus. All right. You tell me which is worse. Can you do that? You're gonna read me today's Family Circus and today's Marmaduke. Yeah. I'd like everybody at home to participate in this as well. So you need to describe them really well. Yeah, okay. So, in uh, which one do you want first? And I'll tell you what, Marmaduke goes first. Give me Marmaduke. So, this one is uh, the owner, which I don't know his name, and his weird wife who doesn't have a do face. Do they even really. have names, like the owner of Marmaduke? I think they do, but I don't care. Google it. I'm kidding. No, please. I will in a minute. And there's si- the guy's sitting in a chair, and he has a leash on Marmaduke's collar, and Marmaduke is sleeping. On the floor, and it says, he's been asleep at an hour, he's been asleep for an hour and 55 minutes, in five more minutes there will be an explosion of energy. That's the entire co- comic, by the way. That's that's not humor. Mm-hmm. So basically they're saying Marmaduke, once he's asleep for two hours, he wakes up and he's really energetic. I guess so, which makes sense because all dogs That's are. like boring mom talk right. about their child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That okay. you have over a boring fucking lunch at a health food store. Okay, let me describe Family Circus to you then. <sighs> Go ahead. It's uh, one of the dumb kids, uh, the, the girl one. Okay. Um, and another dumb kid, and they're sitting 
looks like they're trying to make sandwiches, okay, with peanut butter. And the peanut butter is, like, everywhere, all over the place. Sure. Because they're assholes and have no you know, regard for their family whatsoever. Right, they don't. And this is what it says, okay? This is the punchline. This bread isn't strong enough to hold the peanut butter. That's the entire comic. No, that's the entire comic. Dear Lord. <laughs> These people make more than you and I combined. Oh, uh, every day they make more than we've probably ever made in our lives. This bread isn't enough to hold the isn't peanut str- butter? Isn't strong enough to hold the peanut butter. That's it. There's no... I'm going to tell you. Like, Here's my honest answer, and this is not a cop-out. Mm-hmm. It's a tie. Okay. Neither of those are worse. I don't know. Both of the people that make those comics should be drug out in the street and shot. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. Here, here's ones. No, we don't need. No, any. no. Okay. This is from Saturday. All right. All right. Are they in color then? At least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marmaduke's owner is walking back into the room with drinks. The guy, his friend, I guess, is sitting on the couch or no, I mean a chair. Uh, shaking Marmaduke's hand. Marmaduke looks very happy about this. And then it just says, dot, 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 ever since you left the room, how long does this go on? So I'm guessing it's supposed to infer that the guy walked in and said, how long has he been? Or, so oh, I see you shaking. The room, Marmaduke just shakes his hand until the guy comes back. Yeah. It's not a joke. No, not at all. And the way that the, the it's drawn, it looks like the guy's trying to pull Marmaduke's paw towards his dick. <laughs> well, uh, hold on. No, it doesn't just look like it. I mean, it looks like he's trying to straight up get a handy from yeah. Marmaduke. Yeah. Like Marmaduke, like they Like the look on the guy's face is actually pure embarrassment. Like he just got caught. Right, exactly. Like he's like, Oh, I didn't <laughs> oh, oh, your dog tried to shake yeah. my hand. It's weird. How how often does he try to do yeah. this? Yeah. Um, Can we start drawing Marmaduke? Yeah, as a matter what of fact. What if we started drawing our own Marmaduke and just uh. put up online every day? You think we get how long would it take till we get sued? But oh, it'll all be like, like Marmaduke jerking off and stuff. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We have to in- infer that Marmaduke has Parkinson's, and that's the reason he's always shaking. <laughs> um, Read me the family circus. It's uh, one of the shitty kids, I don't know, uh, walking through the door wearing a Santa hat. And literally, this is all it says. I was just over at Spencer's house. I know what I want for Christmas next year. <sighs> what does that mean? He what? These aren't jokes. No, I mean, I'm sure it means he has better stuff, but at the same time, do you really want, like, next year's Vanessa, shit? Vanessa, are you defending Family Circus? Ugh. Anyway. I'm angry. Let's let's move on to our topics before Jack calls. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I think we can make a clear-cut one at some point here. <laughs> this is the one from the day after Christmas, okay? Is it in color? Yeah. I was always really excited as a kid when Saturday and Sunday came because they're in color. But they appear to all be in color online. So, oh, really? Yeah. Because so, like, you know Monday through Friday, they're not in color right. in the paper. This is last Friday's. Uh, Marmaduke is standing over a hole holding a bone, and there's a man outside the fence holding his arms up and walking away. says, Honest, I'm not going to take back your Christmas present. Okay. Where's now, the joke? Hold on. Hold you on. think it's cute? Hold on. No. I'll, okay. You can come up in a second. Go on. Family Circus are two of the shitty kids standing outside, staring up at the sky. Uh, 
ill-dressed for the type of weather it seems to be conveying. Is it cold? Yeah. Okay. It says, looks like it's going to snow today. Our ge- I guess our white Christmas was running behind schedule. So it, not only is it a bad comment, they got some shitty fucking parents yeah. leaving their kids out there to get frostbite. Right, exactly. I still don't have a winner. What do, what do you think is worse? I don't know. Family circus because of this one. Okay. One on. of the shitty kids, it's it's the Christmas one. One of the shitty kids is standing around with all these toys. I guess his name is Jeffy, which I fucking hate. Jeffy. Anything. Okay. Uh, and it says, look, Daddy, Santa Claus did come to town. Great. What's, what's the joke? Was his dad the night before like Santa Claus ain't never, coming, Jeffy? He's never coming, you piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> you little bastard. You were an accident. Oh, oh, wait, wait! Marmaduke had some political commentary on uh, oh, the, on the on th- Christmas. Thank God. Go on. Uh, it's Marmaduke, and he's chewing on a bone because he unwrapped it, and there's a bunch of other stuff around, like different presents and stuff. And the dad says, uh, "Marmaduke's bone might be the only gift not made in China." No, yeah, probably wasn't. That might be true, but uh, Vanessa, come up here for a second. Why? Get the fuck up here. Uh, yeah, we're gonna make. Well, fun I of you. a question. Um, I don't really want you up here if that's any consolation. I want you to get into the mic and I want you to tell us. I want Justin to reread the comment you thought was cute, and then I want an explanation as to why it's cute. Oh, it's just. Uh, I mean, it was the one where he he says he won't take back Marmaduke's Christmas present. Cause it is cute. It's not an answer. It's cause dogs dogs do that, and it's cute. Marmaduke's not a fucking dog. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the, the premise of the comic is that he is a dog. Do you think Marmaduke is cute? Yeah. He's cute. Well, moving on. Uh, I want cute. you to die right <laughs> now. <laughs> Why? Is, uh, is Jack going to call in? Yeah, he'll be calling in probably in about 13 minutes. We have a few other things to get through. If you can move the creepy serial killer clown. Okay. His name is not Chuckles. Is that his real name? That's yeah. terrifying. You're keeping all this. this is no, I do gifts. not want it. You're you can take it. it with you. You don't have to keep the gun if you don't okay, want it. Okay, but you can take it. Do you want the gun? No, I do not want the what gun. What if someone breaks into your house? Then they'll break into my house. I don't care. You can shoot them. Do you want a gun? You're not, are you even 21? I don't want I don't, first <laughs> don't want an unlicensed handgun, Ryan. It's, it's technically licensed. Yeah, maybe, but I don't have the license for it. It's not licensed. Yeah, okay, at all. good. I don't want it. The government's listening. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just don't want it in general. Obama should probably give you a hand job. I was hoping he would at this point, but did we just get did we just get flagged by the NSA? <laughs> I think so. Uh, sir, there's a podcast coming out of Cincinnati, Ohio, where it seems that two men would like a hand job. Should we go ahead and see what's going on down there? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I Is wish. Is it a threat? Is it a threat? How old are you? Are you 21? 26? I've known known you for 10 years. You just grow up so fast. Why did you think (laughs) she was 11 when you met her? I mean, I'm close. You weren't close to 11 when I met you. Were you 15? Well, I was only like 19 when I met you. You were 15. Anyways, um, let's... What? What does that look? Why are you giving me a look? It's always a look. Because you were, first of all, not not 19. How old was I? You were 21. Because you are 31. Okay. So that's not nineteen, Ryan. Okay. Oh. Listen, back in the nineties, laws were a lot different than they are now. I was mature. You were very mature. 
And oh my god, shut up. Back in the day in a PG movie, you could show some boobies. You could say the F word. I don't care. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> so welcome to Big Snackers episode number fifty five. Oh my god. Um I'd like to talk about I hope a few he's things. calling in soon because I don't have like a shit ton of time to do all this tonight. Why? Because I got stuff to do. I have to work tomorrow and everything. Need to eat dinner. Finish doing my resume. I could have brought you dinner. No, that's okay. I could have brought you dinner, brother. No, it's all right. I told him to call in at seven. What that's fine. It? It's it's ten till. We'll talk to him for 20, 30 minutes. Talk to guy, then be done. So we'll get everything wrapped up before then. Um, I I got tell me what your guys' opinion is on this. Um, I was at my house yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. and I had some friends over, and my friend brought a girl over, and we were all hanging out. Again, microphone. And I was talking. You want me to say microphone? No, I want you. If you're gonna lean back, just pull it with you when you lean back. I like I do to not lean understand back. Understand this. What's that rap song? It's called that. That's I exactly. I know, but who's it by? Fat Joe. Fat Joe, lean back. Yeah, it's right? good. Okay, so anyways, um, I just this I can't ex- I can't express enough how like unbelievable it is to me that you don't understand this. Considering you've had so much time recording in studios and talking into microphones. Listen, I might be in a band that's gotten to travel the world and sold a lot of records, but am I a professional? I didn't say that, but the least you could do is be a human being that doesn't have a learning deficiency where you know, oh, if I speak into this, it'll be clearer. And the least you could do is rub my hand. It hurts. I don't want to. I don't want my hand to hurt. I don't want your hand to hurt either, but I don't want to rub it for you. Thought we were friends twice. Do we have to go back through this? What? What? Sexually harassing me is not friendship, Ryan. Okay, first of all, I didn't just sexually harass you at all. First off, okay. To be fair. Yeah, not not right then, but I guarantee if I had started rubbing your hand, you would have. No, why? I just would have felt good, and I would have been like, oh, that's nice, thanks. Appreciate it. Is there anything I can do for you? No, you would never would have done that. Why? What would I have done? Outright lie. Why? Because I know you. And earlier when I said you were being a bad friend, I did was not sexually harassing you. Yes, you were. What? Did, I don't even remember what I said. I really don't. Oh my God. What did I say? Is it in your phone? Yeah. Let's let. Okay, pe- go ahead. Let's let people be the judge. Go, okay, I'll look for it. Go on with whatever you you're saying. Looking. So a bunch of people were at my house yesterday before the Bengals game, which I don't want to talk about because, oh, the Bengals. So, anyways, um. My friend brought his friend that's a girl over. I didn't want to say girlfriend. I don't think they're dating. I don't know if they're dating. doesn't matter. And I, we were talking about the club. Um, is it called Boogie Nights? Mm-hmm. At um, uh, Hollywood? If, at the Hollywood Casino in Lawrenceburg by our house, there's a club called Boogie Nights. And it's like 70s-themed, like disco party, like uh, waitresses on roller skates bringing you drinks. And one night, my friend Dusty and I were there. And I was telling the story because they were like, oh, would you ever actually go to that place? And I was like, oh, I actually did go there one night okay. because I was like, my friend Dusty and I went to the casino just to play blackjack, which I went there yesterday and I want 50. No, I want 100 bucks. So okay. that's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I, I went on. a Well, I'll tell that story in a second. That comes next. But uh, I said, you know, there was these two girls outside dressed uh, sultry. I didn't know the word. Okay. And my friends were just like slutty. And I was like, no, I don't want to say that because I just I don't I not I wouldn't say I don't know how you dress slutty necessarily. So I got in a discussion. It wasn't really an argument, but it was a discussion with my friends. Okay. Where they ended up calling me a feminist because I just don't like to call girls slutty. 
Do you? Like, is that weird? No, I think it's a weird thing to why, say. What's wrong with not calling? Like, Because, yeah, you can be promiscuous. And I guess you can be a slut. It's a word that exists. But it, I don't think it pertains to a, a gender. No, I don't think because it does. Because guys are way creepier than girls mm-hmm. and way more like trying to get in people's pants. Yeah. Like, every guy we know, literally every Friday night, is going through his cell phone, texting every girl until one responds, until one will come over. Ryan, I don't know that many people who do that. Not every guy we know. I'm just saying, if you look like in the punk scene or like the music scene, oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. plenty of those <laughs> I dudes. Mean, I, I don't just, mean like our good yeah. friends. No, we hang out with generally good people <laughs> that don't call girls sluts yeah. and don't do that. But you know no. what I mean? There's all those dudes that are going through their phone, and they don't particularly care what girl responds well, I, I also, as long as one responds. I also disagree with using the word feminist like it's a bad thing. Like, who gives a That's shit? That's what like, I said. And I said, you know, in that regard, if you want to call me a feminist, yeah. as in someone who stands up for the rights of a human, whether it be a girl or a guy, right, or homosexual or straight, then yes, I, in general, I'm just someone who stands up for people's rights. I don't think... And I think that's why I got so mad when the whole like sexism thing happened and people tried to accuse me of all these things I'm not, is because right. I will be there on the front line standing up for anyone's rights. And I just don't... I don't like calling girls sluts. No, and I don't it's think just anybody. Not something I'm really into. Yeah, I don't think anybody should be doing that. If a girl enjoys having sex with some dudes, and that's what she does, then yeah, you good know for what? her. And she's open about it. Yeah, hooray! And she lets other guys know, so it's not like it's dangerous. So there's no STDs. The problem around, is, is like that's sure. I don't like when people say that word. I don't like when people call somebody a slut because a, it's not any of your business what anybody's doing. Not at all. And b, if it is your business, that means you're worried that, like, in some weird way that, like. Y- I feel like, and this is going to be taken the wrong way, but I feel like they like when someone says that kind of stuff, they're like, kind of jealous. No, it's, I, I don't. I don't take that the wrong way. I think you're 100 percent accurate. Yeah. I think when girls, especially like in high school, and this goes out to a lot of people I know, listen to high school, listen to our podcast, yeah, and are younger, don't let people talk to you like that. Like, don't be bullied around like that. And this isn't some cheesy anti-bullying thing. I just mean like. You're not a slut. Like, yeah. if you're listening to this, you're not a whore. Yeah. If you went to a party and you got drunk or you didn't get drunk and you slept with some guy and people at school the next day start teasing you, tell them to fuck themselves. Yeah. Literally. Like, people have sex. I've had yeah. sex with more people than I care to have had sex with. And if I could do it again, I would probably change some of it. But I'm not walking around like, oh, man, I'm a slut. Right. Oh, that girl's a slut. No. Like, it's so ignorant. Like, I, you can't talk like that to <coughs> me and just not sound like some hillbilly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, like, to me, it's always it's like if a stupid way to talk. If you said someone's a slut, well, first of all, you don't know their circumstance. If they're sleeping around and stuff, what if, like, they have been called that their entire life and, like, they're doing it to fill some fucking void because they're depressed and or whatever? maybe they were sexually abused. Yeah. So that's the way they fill that hole is right. because they feel like they're punishing. So what I'm themselves. saying is like you don't know anybody. That's depressing as shit. Yeah, you don't know anybody's circumstance, so don't fucking value judge them on the face like that. Secondly, if you're saying somebody's a slut, like, wh- why are you so worried about who's having sex? Is it because you're not? Because you want to be? Because right. like you you think like oh well uh, that's a girl that I could never well first you know, of all get mo- with, most so guys, obviously most guys walking around calling girls sluts in general probably wish that they were having sex. No, absolutely. That's what I mean is like be, yeah. and I will say this from my own experience, but be it a guy or a girl, if you're sleeping around constantly with a bunch of random people, yeah, 
it's most likely, and maybe not always, but it's probably to fill something in your life. So maybe instead of calling those people sluts, you should be nice to people like that and try to figure out what's wrong. Yeah, with, like understand what's them. wrong with them. Maybe because I've gone through periods where yeah. I just would have sex with anyone. Yeah, and it's because I had a lot of shit going wrong in my brain. Right, and it's not because I wanted to have sex with a bunch of people. It's no. like that's cool. I don't know anyone who actually thinks that's cool no. to like fuck ten people in like one year. Well, I mean Vanessa. Oh yeah, Vanessa, you get <laughs> I'm around. Just kidding. How many people you had sex with this week? None. Slut. <laughs> um, but uh. no, we really like it's a word that like especially people that are younger. As you get older, I think you can separate from it and not get offended and worry about being teased. Right. Yeah. It's not like anyone your age is worried about it. But yeah. younger people, I mean, like it's a serious thing. Like, and especially in the punk and hardcore scene, like I've been on tour with bands and seen bands like just be like, "Oh, that girl you're talking to her after the show, you're texting her. That girl's a total slut." And it's like, dude, fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, well, the problem is, is like, is like, don't. And I've actually called people out in person, like right. on that in bands. Like, don't don't put your shit. You? Don't put your shit on somebody else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, don't act like somebody else is making the wrong decision because it's a decision you wouldn't make. I don't. That's really idiotic and short sighted. Plus, if you're calling somebody a name like that, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're bullying somebody, like, take a step back and think twice about doing it because you don't know their situation. Like, you, you maybe no. if you offered some understanding. Like it would be something that helped them because they don't have that understanding in their life at that moment. And they might you know? need that help. And I'm not one to not name names, but in this situation, I'm not going to name names because it's just better that way. No. But there was a band we were on tour with, and we were in a city, and there was a certain girl brought up that most bands know because it's just one of those girls that, like, comes to shows, so people just know where all the bands do. Mm. And she was brought up, and she's a nice girl. Um. I don't know her that well. I've never, like, hung out with her. It's like we text, but I've talked to her at shows, and she's bought mixtapes merch <coughs> and, like, had us all sign it. She just likes music, and I guess she slept with some bands or whatever. That's fine. And the band that we were on tour with, who I'm not going to mention, was talking about her, and one of the guys goes, like, something like, oh, yeah, be careful talking to that girl. She's a total slut. And I was like, why? It's like, well, because, like, I fucked her, and then so did our singer. And I was like... So you guys are gross. Yeah. And that girl probably has some stuff going on, and you probably made it worse. Yeah. So if anything, you guys are both disgusting. Yeah. Your guys' penises have basically touched each other. That's <laughs> what I said to them. I literally, like, made them literally feel really bad. I was like, so basically your guys' dicks have touched right. each other, and you just made someone's life probably worse. Right. Instead of just maybe having a conversation with somebody, instead of having to fuck every girl you meet on tour. Right. And then it's funny because they were both just like, I guess you're yeah, it's right. like, like you're giving it, bad now, like, but why do you think somebody would come and do that? They're craving some kind of acceptance from that that they need. Well, you can give that to them without doing that, you know, like, huh? No, not no, always. not always. Sometimes not people always. are just doing things because they want to. But if this is the no, 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 no. I but I think if someone is having lots of sex all the time with different people almost every time exclusively and never going back to the same person that you would find a large percentage that there's something a hole in their life. Maybe a large percentage, but definitely No, I'm not saying that everybody's like that, but if you're saying to someone okay, like if there's a if there's a girl who's is part of like a scene and comes around and like that's her reputation or whatever, 
you're going to by and large find a lot of times that there was some abuse that was in there, especially in the punk scene. So by giving in and like having this girl come around and being like, oh, I fucked her and, my, and this dude did too, like, like she's a slut. That's fucking wrong. Like you don't. Should, and besides that, okay, maybe she didn't. Wrong. Maybe she doesn't have anything wrong with her. She just likes to fuck or whatever. Good for her, but that doesn't give you the right to say it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, picture if we were like Vanessa's gross, and then just like why? And it's like because I fucked her, and then right. Justin's like, yeah, and I did too. Yeah. Wouldn't that make me and Justin? Shouldn't we look at each other before we look at Vanessa? And right. Be like, absolutely. Oh, we're kind of weird. Because you're sitting right here. Fine, if me and Ryan fucked that paint roller over there, and we were like, that paint roller's fucking gross, all man. Is, if you want... It rolled its way over here. It wanted it. First of all, no guy should be calling girls sluts. Yeah. Get that word out of your mouth. Yeah. Second of all, there's nothing wrong, like Vanessa just said. It doesn't necessarily mean there's always something wrong. Say three nights a week for three years, you want to go out and have sex with a different person mm. three nights a week for three years every single week. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But I don't think it's very common. No. That it's just something you do for fun. And also, this is the thing. It's okay. I'm not judging you. Have no. fun. Be safe. Yeah. Enjoy but if it. there's if there's people out there who are having problems and do know it, because a lot of times when like people are like that, also they enjoy do. your stay in hell. Go ahead. <laughs> they do know that they're having problems or whatever. They just don't know how to seek help for it so sure. like they I've been there do other things if that's the case then you need to recognize it and take control of it because if not you don't because you don't want to get out of control then you end up having like aids or chlamydia or well that's what i mean is whatever. just be careful that's my only advice yeah. i don't think you're wrong i don't no. think you're gross i'll never call you a slut it's yeah. not a word you're gonna hear me say just go yeah go have an all you can fuck buffet but Make the sure fact, that you're yeah, sure. make sure you put on your gloves enjoy, first. Enjoy you know? the fuck buffet and wear yeah. the rubber gloves. Exactly. But that's what I was gonna say is that like the fact that slut shaming was even a thing that happens in the punk music scene. Oh, it's insane. People should yeah. should be like beyond ashamed of themselves. No, I agree. And if you support it, don't listen to our podcast. No. Please, ever. Yeah. I'd prefer um, not to talk to people like me. Jack, and if you have an opinion on this, please write in. Um, and if you disagree with us, write in. I don't know how you could, but I'd love to make you feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, please write in. Jack from Bayside is up now. He's trying to call. He said he got the answering machine. I'm restarting it. Okay, he's restarting it now. So we're coming up with Jack O'Shea, the guitar player for Bayside, who is a band that's been around for a long time and has gotten enormous in the last few years. You said to me earlier, Max, my S S strength button masher then you wrote d not s and i said neither way makes sense you said thought we were friends i said we are you first said first of all what did i say before that because that didn't even make sense you said max my s strength button masher and then you said d not s so i think you meant max my d's max d my strength. d d strength no max my d strength button masher it doesn't matter then I, you said you thought we were friends i said we are you said it doesn't seem like it. I said, well, just like, wouldn't it make more sense that you aren't acting like a friend when you try to sexually harass me? Then you said, I want to sexually harass you. And I said, that's not being you a good friend. You took that out of context. I absolutely didn't. I said, that's not being a good friend. You said, we will discuss this tonight. We will right now. Yeah. What I meant was, I don't want to sexually harass you. I was driving, forgot to put in the don't. 
Bam. Simple answer. No, because you wrote it, you put want in all caps. Yeah. That's be- <laughs> it's because it's because you're trying to sexually harass me and I don't appreciate it. You're acting like a slur right now. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. Of course then again, you did used to call me a slutty mommy. No, I did not. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't remember that or do? Yeah. I don't think that that happened. Fuck. It's Why would anyone call you a slutty mommy? It's happening again. What does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> I don't understand. I think it's funny when we call people and they don't know we're calling. That's true. We didn't tell them. Hello. Jack. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How you doing? Good. You sound clear. This is nice. For some reason, a lot of guests we get, we can barely understand them. Are you at your house? I am. And which is weird because I have T-Mobile, so I'm not used to hearing anyone talk. That's true. T-Mobile's not. um, Something I've learned about T-Mobile is that you'll never have service until you're on tour and you're in the middle of the desert when no one else in your band has service, and then you have four bars. (laughs) This is true, actually. The last couple times we've gone to Europe, I get better service in in weirdo Germany than I get in my my own house. (laughs) Um, But I'm here, and Justin's here. Hey, Justin. Hey. So um, you. nice to almost meet you. This is yeah. sort of like meeting. <laughs> yeah, a little we, bit. We've been excited to have Jack for a while. Jack, um, Jack is a true gentleman. I could go on forever about you. I don't want to inflate your ego too much. Oh, thanks, man. But uh, Jack, I'm so I'm, I don't I don't feel that much like a gentleman. But you saying it makes me feel a little bit more. <laughs> like Jack it might be true. Jack plays guitar and Bayside, who we spent pretty much almost the entire year with traveling the country. Once, yeah, um, a couple did a couple of long tours, Warp Tour, and uh, the, the tour that we did with you guys and with uh, Daylight, and who is now strong. another. Uh, what are they? I was and gonna then, say uh, we did uh, one awesome tour, and then we did Warp Tour together. Yeah, and and then we went to concentration <laughs> camp. Yeah, so that's basically <laughs> what happened. And um, Warp Tour, once you get to Canada, literally does turn into concentration camp. Oh man, <laughs> I don't even want to start talking about Warp Tour. <laughs> no one does. What happens at the Canadian one? Dude, the Montreal Warp Tour literally is an experience that I can try to describe it, and so can Jack, but until you experience Montreal Warp Tour, it is the most heinous, hideous thing you've ever done in your life. Um, how far would you when you wake when, when you wake up in the bus or the van, how far would you say the walk is to get to the stage? It's actually, it, without any exaggeration, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's fucking for real. Oh, can I? I don't I didn't mean to curse. No, you can, you can cuss all you want. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. All right. I won't, I'll, I'll keep it in chain. I'll keep it, I'll keep it respect. Yeah, but watch I'll your... Watch your to, no, I know. You, trust me. The things that we usually talk about on this podcast, you don't have to worry about language. Yeah, but I would, I would appreciate right. if you watched your fucking mouth for once. <laughs> That's all right, listen. I'll fucking be careful with that shit. <laughs> it's, I would say literally it is actually a mile and a half. It was, without any exaggeration, a mile and a half between where we actually played and where the bus is. And they kind of say, they half-ass say that there's going to be shuttles, which is really just people in production driving around golf in carts. golf carts, picking up their, picking up the people that they like. Every and once in a while. back and forth and ignoring everybody else. Yes. Um, it took me... It's all part of that Warped Tour favoritism that there, we all love so much. There is a Warped Tour favoritism, and I sat there waiting for the shuttle. And the shuttle came and picked people up and then left and picked people up and left six times before I got a ride to the shower. (laughs) (laughs) 
There you go. And the funny but thing about that. But did you feel like that, it was an honor to be part of that tour, though? <laughs> part of the legacy? Part of the, part of the history? Is it safe to really say um, that Bayside, this was probably your last Warp Tour? I think so. I mean, you I, know, what the, here's what I learned about Warp Tour. And again, there's probably a lot of people seem to have fun at Warp Tour, I guess. But the problem for us do. is that most of our fans are, and this is going to sound super snarky, but I don't mean it that way. Most of our fans actually have jobs. Most of our fans aren't really in high school anymore. It's, it's not so snarky. trying to convince a bunch of like 30 year olds to take the it's, day off and come out and stand outside in 100 degrees on like a Wednesday morning is just not going to happen. It's not snarky anymore. because I'm 31. Justin is in his 30s. And I was talking to Vinny a lot. Vinny mentored me a lot from Less Than Jake, and I spent a lot of time in their tour bus. And you guys are both older yeah. bands. And you guys are at the level that the people that like Bayside and like Less Than Jake are in their 30s now, and they have corporate jobs, and they don't stay out all Friday night getting drunk and you know going to school on Monday. They have a mortgage, and they have a job <laughs> on Monday. And they most likely are yeah. going to get to the show late at the club, have one beer, watch Bayside, and they're going to go home and be asleep by midnight. Yeah, totally. And you want those and people. Not, and not get up and wear a suck my fuck shirt at like 11 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. You want them to just get up. Just dying to get in there and see what motion lasts and the way it's going to sound like today. And it's so hot that you might die. As a matter of fact, yeah. four, four years ago at Warp Tour, someone died during four-year strong set. That and makes I'm, sense. I'm not Was trying that to, in Toronto? Yeah, I'm not trying to be a bummer. That's a true story. Um, they you told think those us a story feel bad about that. Or do you think they're kind of like secret? You think like on the outside they're like, oh man, this is really, this is really, oh man. But you think inside they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true though. It's it's crazy. Is uh, I mean, we can make light of it. I don't mind because Justin and I make light of everything. But yeah, I mean, in Tor I believe it was in Toronto, like a mosh pit started and a kid just got dehydrated during four years strong. And like, can you imagine walking off stage and people coming up to you and being like, "Hey, this kid during your set, like he didn't make it." Like, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, that's a bummer. You know, especially because it's dehydration. Because that's warped to his fault. That's not where you're strong. It fault. is. And that's like if somebody just, was it, like, that... "I got stabbed in the face." Right. Yeah. Like, wow. It's probably your fans <laughs> should really try to get that together. But it's like, oh, God, the dehydration. Be like, yeah, maybe because it's 110 degrees outside and you're charging fucking eight bucks for a can of water. Right. And uh, you can't get out and back in. So that poor kid's trying to get his fucking 50 bucks worth and decides all of a sudden, like, oh, no, I can't leave. I'm, I think I'm doing okay. Be like, you sure, buddy? You're looking pretty pale. Like, no, I'm pretty sure I can hack it. I'm going to go back to the pit. Stop, 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 Dan. Yeah, you're completely <laughs> Sorry, right. Sorry, Alan. Sorry, Dan. Good luck with that for the rest of your lives. And that's what they have to deal with. And they know it's not their fault, but part of you is still going to feel bad. Yeah, no, definitely. I would def We've had people like at our shows, and I don't think like we're definitely we we our, our crowd gets active, which is cool and it's fun, you know, performing and having that stuff happen. I mean, but, like, for, we're for you guys like, not, not like being a, a band, beat down band, yeah, you guys don't have the energy of Four Years Strong, but you're still an aggressive, no way, upbeat rock band, and you guys have mosh. Man, I am I am seconds away from forty at this point. I definitely don't have that kind of energy. I have enough energy right now to like get out of bed and <laughs> I, like and and make a few like grunting noises and then play the guitar that's kind of at this point are you almost 40 yeah i'm about well i'm 38 i still have a couple of years left i got a i got about a year and a half left okay should i do it in like should i do it in like elementary school should i be like i'm 38 and like in six and six fifteenths yes yeah absolutely, absolutely i don't know if that's accurate but um i i do want to tell two stories about you just because we've had so many guests on here and i've talked shit about so many bands 
And there are so many assholes in the scene that we find ourselves called punk rock that me, you, and Justin are all part of. Because we're all in our 30s. And I know you grew up on the same shit Justin and I did. And we all like good music. And I can say that the um, the very first day we toured with you guys, we'd never met each other. Um, you know, you guys, I think a friend of a friend mentioned us to you guys. And you guys kind of extended the invitation. And we were like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And Mora is a huge Bayside fan. And to be honest, I know you're not going to be offended. Like, I'd never really listened to Bayside before the tour. I just always listened conversation to Conversation is over. <laughs> this conversation is over. <laughs> I just always listened to Mora. I was only coming out here to pad my ego, and you just <laughs> fucking blew it. No, I'm about to pad your ego. Oh, okay, here we go. Don't worry. Just sit down again. Just not musically. Your music sucks. We're going to get to the other side. <laughs> so I was going to say, um, Mora and the other guys were huge fans of Bayside, and... I just wasn't that familiar. I always listened to more like hip hop and podcasts, and you know me, and just older punk rock stuff. And uh, something A I learned while watching you guys is that I can legitimately say this, not because you're my friend or not because you're on the podcast, because it's not like I would have to bring it up at all. You guys are one of the most solid live bands playing right now. That even though oh, thanks, man. I'd never listened to Bayside or knew any of your guys' songs before that tour, but into the, the tour. Every night I could just watch because you're one of the best guitar players playing punk rock. Oh, thanks, man. And the thing is, I'm I'm not just saying that. I would talk um, to the what? I'm sorry, he, he can't be. John Feldman didn't say he was, so that's true. John Feldman actually the approval. When did I meet John Feldman? I met John Feldman in two thousand and six. Well did oh, no, two thousand and seven when we were doing a give it a name festival in London and I ran into him afterwards. He was like, Hey man, great set. So, I don't know that that qualifies. It doesn't. At least it's no, we're ju- we're making a joke because an alternative press recently. We had a huge discussion because have you heard of the band Five Seconds of Summer? Mm-hmm. That's One Direction with guitars, right? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Perfect. Thank you. That is literally to a T what Justin and I described them as. Now listen, I don't have a problem with that band. I don't like them. I don't care. That band is vanilla to me. They exist, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But Alternative Press put them on the cover and did this huge thing where there – was that a cat in the background? Yeah, I have a, there's a cat just kind of checking me out right now. Okay. It's my cat. It's not just a cat. It's uh, be weird. Not just like a random cat. cat. <laughs> Straight cat. You're just hanging on an alleyway like um, – yeah, cat's just sort of lying down outside. I didn't really <laughs> kind of plan this too well. Well, and I was going to say is – uh. So Alternative Press did this feature, and I'm not knocking the magazine. We've had Scott on here. We've had people on there. They've covered us. Like, they run – I'll give Alternative Press credit. They they do what they do very obviously. It's not like they try to hide it. They cover the big bands to make money to cover smaller good bands, and they do cover a lot of smaller good bands. No, they so, definitely do. I'm, I, I agree with you 100% on that. It would be really easy to bash them. Like, you don't even care, but like – but they do. Alternative Press covers a lot of very small bands that would never have an outlet that big if not for Alternative Press. But in this situation, I will bash and argue because they put Five Seconds of Summer on the cover, and that is whatever in itself. It's not like I'm one of those people that's like, oh, that's not punk. Because, I mean, neither is Fall Out Boy anymore. You know, they're on the cover. It's whatever. But the article <coughs> itself is what infuriated me, and I sent it to Justin. And I was just like, listen, read this article and tell me if it makes you as mad as it makes me. And basically their whole point was we had to put five seconds of summer on the cover of this magazine because this band is so important to pop punk 
because they're bringing guitars back to mainstream music. And I found so many things wrong with that sentence in that entire sentence. <laughs> that was insane. <clears throat> well, like in the sense of the individually, they're bringing guitars back. Like there's probably a guy dancing around who told him a guitar. Right. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. There's that. That's that is that is like, one uh, aspect this, of it. This guitar matched my shoes. Be like, no, you should use the other one, man. Be like, well, that one's not even plugged in. Be like, no, maybe, I don't care. maybe that is maybe that is what they meant that they were literally carrying guitars back to mainstream music. And they're like, bringing them back to America like, to sell. Cool. <laughs> so. Out of curiosity, because I looked it up, because their whole point was that pop music has taken over, EDM's taken over, yeah. guitar music is dead, rock's dead, blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> I looked it up that month, the Billboard Top 20 Singles of the Month. 11 out of the 20 had guitars. So it already, the argument made no sense to me. I'm not saying they were all wait, good wait, songs. Wait, wait, we can't count like if Lil Wayne is playing a guitar, right? We just all have to agree. No, no, that, right? but I'm counting like. When, um, he holds a guitar, when he holds a guitar, it's actually, I think then it goes from hip hop to comedy. That like straight up <laughs> makes a full jump. It's like it's like Lil Wayne on a skateboard with a guitar. It's like it's like a fucking shitty cutscene from a video game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new uh, extreme skater with like a Mountain Dew uh, in his mouth. <laughs> A Mountain Dew guitar that shoots Mountain Dew out of the fretboard into Lil Wayne's mouth. Yeah, just, and his shoes are on fire somehow. And <laughs> it, he gets five points for every kid that he catches on fire. He has, he has a jetpack that's fueled by Doritos. <laughs> I'll stop it. Have you guys seen a Doritos flavored Mountain Dew? Yeah. That is the most foul oh, thing God. I've ever seen in my life. Ugh. I literally... If you drink... What? <laughs> I haven't, but now I'm going to go find him. I literally would try almost any snack. Justin knows this. Yeah. I'm like a big snack guy. Like if a new flavor of like Pepsi or Mountain Dew or like Reese cups or Kit Kat comes out, I'll be the first person to go try it. There's not a oh, chance man. in hell I will try Doritos flavored Mountain Dew. No. That is disgusting. Wait, wait. Is it Doritos flavored Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew flavored Doritos? No, it's Mountain Dew that's supposed to taste like nacho cheese Doritos. Oh, gross. I mean, if it was the other way around, I might get it. Like, right, right. I would try a Mountain Dew flavored Dorito. I would I like would do it. That for, I'd try Doritos it. Doritos Mountain Dew is gross. Like a nacho cheese, like a hot nacho cheese <laughs> carbonated cold beverage. Yeah. That sounds like the workings of a madman. I don't think funnier, I would put that in my mouth. It's like the Josie and the Pussycats movies coming to life because, like, they showed the professor that helped create it, and he was like, we're just really gearing this toward college students that are up late studying and just trying to get their snack on. Like, when and was the... it? And it's like, is this like a Saturday Night Live sketch like that I'm watching on CNN like, right now? Here's my thing is, like, all right, like, I've been up late a lot of times in my life. I mean, mm -hmm. I still am. And there's been plenty of times where I've had a little bit to drink and I want, like, some cheese fries or something like that. Sure. There's never been a time in my life where I was like... <laughs> You know what I'd really like? <laughs> Just some like kind of like fizzy sort of taste like cheese, viscous liquid that I can down real quick. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe if I would like if I was feeling bad and I was like, oh, I need to throw up all this stuff that I was doing to myself. It might be good for that. Yeah. I was going to say. Well, guys, I got some great news for you because my wife is downstairs making curry right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put some of that into a soda stream, and sure. I'm going to be the first guy to make a panne soda, <laughs> and I'm going to market it. You know what? As a, there might be a market. You might you might have a new income other than Bayside. I'll tell you something, man. Actually, because that has coconut milk in it, that would actually be – I think that would qualify it as at least a more reasonable beverage. Than yeah, I, I would drink beverage. that before I would drink the fucking Mountain Dew. Though, I don't know. In right my now. mind, I don't think it does because it just brings to mind the same thing as like eating a gravy – or drinking a gravy soda. 
Like oh, gravy soda. Yeah. Didn't Jones soda do a whole like yeah, Thanksgiving every that had like oh yeah that's mashed gross. potatoes and yeah. turkey yeah, soda. Yeah, they they every did, year they did they, they did a medium like buffalo wing soda. That's disgusting. Oh. But also in my mind, like, is it is it so much more cost effective to buy Mountain Dew that tastes like that, or just buy a Mountain Dew and Doritos? Which is fine together. Oh. I'll do that all day. I, w- I wouldn't. But See, I'll take a Diet Pepsi and uh, some Cool Ranch Doritos, and I'll drink them, and I'll eat them, and I'll, I'll have a good evening. I'll put on a romantic movie, a bathrobe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's what you do. If you're a cop and off. you're in like a 7-Eleven at 4 in the morning, and you see a guy, Brent, here's the guy who buys Mountain Dew and Doritos, you're like, all right. But you see a guy who's buying Mountain Dew flavor. Oh no, Doritos flavored Mountain Dew. Then I arrest that guy. Oh yeah, you arrest him. Yeah, immediately because he has done he's done something really horrible and he's punishing himself. Sir, what do you feel so bad about? What did you do? Where is she locked up? Either you lost a bet or you got to show me where the drugs are. The reason I think I love big snackers and talking to people like you is that we get to do this every week. And we get to talk to That's some of really the best great, people. Man. This is a this is a really cool podcast, by the way. I gotta admit, I'm just starting to check it out now and I really appreciate I will, that. I will I definitely. You're getting a new fan, and that's not just because I'm on it now. I'm going to make my wife listen. Oh no, you texted me. And you said you started listening to it, and I appreciate it. And we get a lot of good feedback. I think is because we're a little bit different. Is a it's not like the normal interview format of like so. Uh, how did Bayside start, Jack? Uh, go ahead and tell us. Because oh yeah, well listen, I've been doing this for about eleven years. I'd like to tell you all that. <laughs> because if you want to know that shit, go Google it. We don't care. We want to talk about Doritos. Yeah, I'm trying. And we will talk about Bayside, obviously. I have some questions, but I just mean, I like Big Snackers because we get to do it this oh. way. Yeah, I I meant to bring this up a minute ago because I was trying to remember what the thing that offended me like recently was. The new the new part of uh, the Taco Bell breakfast menu. That biscuit taco. Oh, that fuck that. Yeah, oh. that's not. Wait, 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 a biscuit taco. Yeah, it's a biscuit that's in the shape of a taco and has like the breakfast stuff in it. And like, this is the thing. Oh. I would be almost fine with that because I love biscuits and I love breakfast stuff. Sure, sure. But the problem is, is that they put the stuff from Taco Bell in it. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, well, they just had one new ingredient. I, they, that, I've never been. I've never been more. Uh, I I'm want to applaud them. For being a fast food restaurant that has a menu that is that big that only contains six items, right. really. <laughs> okay, not only that. So much creativity in that. And Jack, you were right about that. But not only that, they contain six items that all taste exactly the same. Yeah. The yeah, and then people are. You know what kills? And then think about this: when you're waiting in line and people are taking their time, it's like oh. you can order anything. You're going to get the same thing. <laughs> the, it's like, do you want the, the quesadilla, bag. the bean burrito, or the soft or hard taco? That's yeah. it, buddy. Or maybe some cinnamon <laughs> twists. Right. Maybe uh, they should just start this. Instead of having a menu, they should just be like, how much money do you have? We're going to put that, this in the bag for you. See, yeah, that's just, you just buy in bulk like you're at a, a yogurt Costco? shop. Like, Costco? No, like you're at a yogurt shop. They're like, you're like, uh, how oh, much? They weigh just, it? Yeah, they weigh the bag, and then you just pay for it. They give you an appropriate amount of, of covering <laughs> and, and filling. They weigh this fucking bag of grease and just give it to you. And they, you go drink this. Well, they would have like, to give you a couple bags because they're going to have right. a bag that's either going to – you can just choose corn and flour, and then you just take how many people are in your party and then how much money you want to give them, and right. then they figure out what you have you And have you ever noticed if you go to Taco Bell late at night, if they ask what sauce you want, you could be like a uh, fire mild, and they give you an entire separate bag with enough sauce to cover your living room. Oh yeah, you're room. getting it. Oh yeah, you're getting all the sauces that you can possibly. Uh, okay, handle. And, and I I don't want you guys to judge me here too harsh, but I was telling Justin earlier I'm back on the dating scene. I'm single, 
So you've been um, taking a lot of girls to Taco Bell late at night. Well, so so the other night, the other night, taking them for for, for dinner and breakfast. Oh okay. yeah. Well, well, if, if things look, if things uh, go if right, things you go know, well. I don't want to cook breakfast. I'm gonna get them a nice fucking uh, get a biscuit taco, hash brown biscuit taco. <laughs> when you're in line at the drive, you take them at the drive-through, and then when you're getting dinner, you can be like, if things go right tonight, baby, I'll be driving. We go in. Kitchen. We'll be getting waffle tacos tomorrow morning. No, no, no. I say you go on in and get us a seat. I'll park. <laughs> so um and then so, you run across the street to get you both some nacho cheese flavored mountain dew <laughs> oh, that's the only thing that goes we just well. went full circle yeah. we just did it um so the other night i was hanging out with a girl at my house it was around 1 30 in the morning we were watching a movie and um i just we were both hungry. what movie were you watching we were watching do you want to put you in the spot actually watching the new B- the new bill burr stand-up Oh, so Which good. Very, so very good. good. Um, I I was almost in tears at a few points. Did you watch it? I, I did, and my wife, actually for my birthday, this last, I think it was right after I got up back from Warp Tour, my wife had bought me for a belated birthday present and got me tickets to see him at the Ryman here. Oh, how was it? So I saw that. I saw that act plus like about 30, 30 minutes that weren't on that. They were also like, ah, they were just really, really good. I love. Do you, like, do you like Bill Burr? Mm-hmm. That, I, I like him so much, I'm out of breath. I was gonna say a lot of people. <laughs> I think people either like Bill Burr or they just despise Bill Burr because, like, he kind of has that accent and he's kind of loud. But man, he's so clever. Like, he just thinks of stuff. He thinks of stuff that is so obvious, but it's weird because he has this weird ability. But he seems to think of stuff that's so obvious. That you're like, why did no one else ever think to make that joke? Right. But he does it, and like. Oh. So we were watching that, and it was around one thirty in the morning, and I was really hungry. I was on a bunch Fourth of meal, man. I was on a bunch of medicine, <laughs> and the girl was hungry too. And we kind of looked at each other, and for ten minutes we went back and forth of like, should we go to Taco Bell? No, we shouldn't go to Taco Bell. Should we go to Taco Bell? Well, we went to Taco Bell. Yeah. Once you talk about it, it's happening. We spent eighteen dollars. Oh my god! Wow, that's that's eighteen dollars at Taco Bell. I feel like. It's like an accomplishment. I it's think, a major. Yeah. I think seven to eight dollars worth of it got thrown away because you eat a certain amount and then you just look at it and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. You know what I'm talking no, about? That I moment. Think, actually, I mean, that, my, my my thing is always like, I'll start eating it and I'll be like, why? Like this flavor is so like, you know, like it's too much. <laughs> this flavor is just. It's always exactly the same because it's chemically engineered to always taste the same every bite you yes, take. Yes, it is. And it's just like, there's no like, it. There's something wrong. <laughs> like I have to get rid of this. There's something wrong with yeah. this. No, that's just it. Do you guys ever notice like that the feeling like when you're eating something, like when you're when you're so hungry and you're like, Oh, this is amazing and it, it, it like once it's almost like uh the only thing I can kind of liken it to is like when you're having sex and everything's amazing and then as soon as you come it's like this shade comes up and you're like, Whoa, like where have I been? I feel like with Taco Bell, like once you cross that, like I'm not hungry, then all of a sudden this thing flies up and I'm like, What am I eating? This doesn't even taste no like you're right. I feel like no, that has such a weird, right. like it does. Yeah. And that goes back swing with Taco Bell for me that goes from this is amazing, this is delicious to like this is yeah. I'm actually I'm not even eating dog food. This isn't even dog food. <laughs> you're right. Something has gone wrong here. You're I don't right. know how this happened, but I I need to not be doing <laughs> Guys, this anymore. Two things. A, I think we just ruined any of us getting sponsored by Taco Bell. Sorry, no, I mean, yeah, we're still... I mean it's delicious, but only only take like the first ten seconds where you're like, you yeah. know, I'm just also, eating it. This is the best thing ever, just... and then just cut it right there. <laughs> what you just said about sex and Taco Bell, 
goes back exactly to my theory. And at first, you might not like this sounds creepy, but when I'm done, I think you're both going to completely agree with me. If you're going to talk about fucking Taco Bell, I'm going to be very... No, I'm not... <laughs> I've never fucked. I'm interested. No, I mean, I'm, I know. I was gonna say I'm gonna be very appreciative because I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this ride. I've been fucking a lot of Taco Bell. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Not the time. Not I don't even time. know what the word for that is. Is there even a word for that? I think uh, we just invented Taco. Something. Fuck. I uh, I don't have anything clever. No. A big bang burrito. Uh, yeah, I was thinking. I was trying. <laughs> I was thinking uh, taco bang, but you said uh, bell bang, and that's fine. Bell bang works. Bell banging. <laughs> bell banging. I'm bell banging. We're just bell banging tonight, bros. Oh, that's when you just build. You, <laughs> you build. <laughs> you guys bell banging. Just take or? a bunch of. You take a bunch of their uh, uh, nachos that they have, and just like make them into the crude form of a woman, and then put <laughs> put a burrito where the vagina is. <laughs> I hate You're going to fashion a weird fleshlight oh, out of a burrito. My, exactly. A bean burrito fleshlight. Oh, that God. literally makes me want to throw that up is in my just, mouth. You know what? That's just good. I'm going to shower while we're, not while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, that's really not gross. a bad idea. That is, that is common sense right there. That is just being an, uh, a man of the world. Jack, you are already one of the best interviews of the year. <laughs> and we haven't even talked about anything substantial. But what I was going to say no. Was I like these kind of interviews though, because I'd rather like it, it, feel, it feels much better for me when there's not really a question. <laughs> no, and like I think I think these kind of interviews are good because for your fans, obviously, like once you promote this in the next few days from Bayside or you, Bayside fans are going to hear this. But I feel like as a fan, I would much rather hear this side of one of my favorite bands than. So what was Warp Tour like? When did you start playing right. guitar? Because there oh, is. Oh yeah, totally. I, but the I problem just... is, I talk to our management, and this podcast isn't nearly big enough for me to promote for Bayside. So I'm just going to have to put the brakes on that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. What podcast are you doing bigger than this? <laughs> Wait a minute. This is the Nerdist, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is. Oh. No. <laughs> um, we almost beat Nerdist one week, and that week they had on somebody really random, but we almost did. Yeah, we came pretty close. Oh, Chris Hardwick, you son of a bitch. Wait, I actually, I'm, I've been, uh, we actually, you know, well, I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm a little scatterbrained all the time, but specifically right now, we just did, uh, me and my wife just drove up to Detroit for, for Christmas. And that was pretty much the only thing we can agree on is just podcast, podcast, podcast. And I take, so it's, it's weird because I do take a lot of heat sometimes because people are like, what are you listening to like right now? And I think people are expecting me to be, you know, come out with some really profound musical thing that they're going to be like inspired by. I'm like... Oh, you know, just like the Shit You Should Know podcast or How yeah. to Get Made podcast or something like yeah. that. And they're like, oh, well, what's the new music you like? And I'm like, oh, like I've been listening to a lot of weird jazz recently. And everyone's like, oh, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> people, people have these weird expectations for people in their favorite bands, I think. And when those expectations aren't made, I've realized in 2014, kids don't get disappointed. They become fucking dickheads. Yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> That is a hundred percent true, man. It, that is a very, it, it is that true is a because I don't know what it is. It's just like it happened in mixtapes, and obviously, based that I'm sure way more because you guys are a much bigger band than us. Where it would just be like a kid would ask you a question, like a warp tour or on like a club tour, and if you don't give them the answer they want, they act like you're just the biggest piece of shit. Like, right. and then it's weird because you start to feel bad. And then you think in your mind after a few minutes of like, wait a minute, why do I feel bad? Fuck that kid. <laughs> like, what the this fuck do I feel bad about? This is why, like, as soon as they ask the question, just look at them and go, what could I say that wouldn't disappoint you? And then let them tell you and then be like, that's your answer. <laughs> and do it to every single one. And then eventually people oh, will God. stop doing that. We've had kids. No, come, you're, 
What? Go on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, no, no, I was gonna say you're 100 percent right. It's just like a strange thing now, where it's like when when like people are coming and they meet you at a show. I I'm, I don't know when this happened, but I feel like there's such a like a weird shift where it's like I feel like the people in the band is they're on they're the people who are on defensive at this point. They're the people who are like, oh my god, uh, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything else? And we're everyone's like pandering to these people. I mean, like, whatever. Like, and again, I owe my entire living to this, so I'm not like complaining, but it's like a strange phenomenon. You're not complaining. You're just like being real. Like me, you're I'm human. like more grateful than than anyone would be to me. To me, me, and maybe that's just me personally, but like, it's a really weird, it's a really weird thing. Like, I think about like growing up and the stuff that I listened to. If I ever got a chance to meet like this guy or this guy, how like freaked out I'd be. And I well, feel like back in the day, you never got to meet now, those people. I'm like, I'm like, oh, hey, oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. Thank you for everything. Holy shit, what do I owe you? I owe you every, I owe you my my livelihood. <laughs> Here's some pictures. Uh, well, a couple back, back, in, my pocket. back in the my day. Home you never got to meet those people. Like I never got to meet Green Day or Blink One Eight Two. And to vouch no for way. you, I was gonna say you're one of the nicest people we've ever toured with. I mean, Bayside is a big band. I mean, we were playing to two, three thousand people some nights on tour with you guys. And you, I never saw you snub a kid. I never saw you not seem appreciative. I saw you with your wife, and obviously you'd be trying to go get dinner, and you'd still stop and talk to people. And I also try to do that as I promised when mixtapes started more and i talked like when we started to get any sort of fame i say fame obviously on a level that we were at like not as famous no man any kid who comes to your show and pays money and you wants, know what to, I mean, and yeah. wants to buy a cd or shirt what, but once like, like we'd like you enter, gotta, you gotta keep them around man once we'd entered like the billboard charts and we're selling records and like getting to tour with bands like you guys like we obviously had enough people that knew us that we got like asked to do pictures and autographs and I always told more, I was like, I'll never be that guy. Like, I don't ever want to snub a kid because it meant so much to me when I was younger. But you don't have to do that. I did it because it meant a lot to me because I don't ever want to not take the picture or sign the autograph because I would have kids come up to me. And I'm sure you guys have gotten this. You guys write very personal songs. And uh, Anthony, like his lyrics. But we would have kids come up to me and they would just be, not even kids, we'd have people my age be like, my roommate killed himself. Uh, it was the hardest month of my life, and this song got me through it. I got it tattooed on my arm. And it's like you want to, like, give that kid the world on a platter, but all you can say is thank you, and you feel like it's not enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, it sucks. You feel like a dick because you don't know what to say. Well, like, what's the response to that? Yeah, but there's also another side of it that even if, like, a person comes up to you and whatever, and, like, what we were talking about before, if they – like if they ask you something and you don't give them the answer they're looking for, then not just that you've disappointed them, but they'll go out of their way to be like, "This guy's an asshole," you know, like, like what a piece of shit. Like, yeah. like I yeah. thought they hit you on the Yelp of music, right? Exactly. Like one yeah. star, like and that's, terrible service, yeah, shitty product. <laughs> and that's a, I mean, that's a big problem with like the internet age. Is like as much as it has brought like the punk scene and everything so much closer together and so much easier and more access to bands and stuff. It's also brought out like some of the worst in people who like say they're fans of this. It absolutely you know? has. Yeah, we we were. I think I might have told this on here, but to Jack, maybe I haven't told it on here. We were out with the story so far, and Parker, the singer of the story so far, had some friends that drove two or three hours to see him. Some real life friends, mm -hmm. and after the show, he was catching up with them, and there was these two girls. They're like, "Can we get a picture? Can we get a picture?" And he was like. Yeah, sorry, girls. Just give me a minute. Um, these are some friends I'm catching up with. I haven't seen them in years. I just want to talk with them for a few minutes. 
So the girl stood about two feet away. Yeah. Like where they could clearly, <laughs> right. clearly oh, I'll just be I'll just be right here. Clearly yeah. hear the conversation. <laughs> already awkward. And then um after literally, and I'm not kidding, I'm in or two, tapped him again. Yeah. And said, Can, uh, can yeah, we get I a picture? Go. Could you please can do this picture? for me right now? Right. So he kind of like huffed a little bit because he was talking to his friends, but he still smiled. He took the picture. Next day he had texted me because literally these girls online post a thing on Tumblr like met Parker last night. He doesn't care about his fans. He's right. a dick. I'm just like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, he totally blew like, the show up. He doesn't even care to travel there. He hasn't been home in three weeks, but fuck that guy. Right. <laughs> he didn't talk to me like the second I needed his attention. He it, was like busy doing his personal it, things in his own free time. What yeah. a right. fucking this, this guy was being what a, a human. horrible, horrible pile of human trash. Yeah. So this back, guy was back, being a human being. I mean, and I feel had the same way, do. really. That's, I, mean, <laughs> back, I just got in the band so that I could actually just be exactly the person I didn't want to be. That's so, what I'm doing. Back to my original point. Is I always want to be the guy that goes the extra mile to talk to people. Um, I even maybe it was a mistake, maybe not, but I started accepting back when mixtapes started doing well. I accepted every Facebook friend request. Yeah, so that's I, oh boy, I that's have a, like that's a slippery have, slope, my friend. I think I have like four thousand five hundred friends, and I'll have a lot of people just message me that like are going through something that like mixtapes that I've never met. I don't know them. Right. But if I happen to be online late at night, cause a lot of nights I'll be up playing Minecraft with my friends till 4am. I'm not really doing anything. I'm going to, I'm going to bookmark that and come back to that. I want to, I want to pick your brain about Minecraft cause I don't understand. Do that. We'll talk about on. it. We will but talk about it. Um, but some nights, most nights, honestly, if I'm at home, we're not on tour. I'll be playing Minecraft with my friends till three or four a.m. and I'm not really doing anything. I'm building a fucking house out of glass, so I'll have kids, you know, message me on so Facebook, interested. and they'll just, they'll just be like, "Hey, I really like your band. Um, do you have a second to talk?" And it's like two a.m. and I'm not doing shit, so I'll be like, you know, yeah, what's up? And I've had kids tell me everything from like, I've had literally a girl told me that she was coming out of the closet. Obviously, I'm not naming names or anything like to me like she told me she was going to tell her well i would hope you wouldn't put her on blast on our <laughs> podcast well her name is samantha but my point being, i don't know that her name is carolyn i don't know who it is she, she literally told you know me, someone listening named carolyn might be coming out and they're going to be like fuck you right she told me I, I was the first person she told she was gay and was going to tell her parents the next day and i'd have kids tell me they wanted to commit suicide but like listen to a certain mixtape song and I'll sit there and talk to them on Facebook for like an hour. And you can't do that to everybody. And everyone can't do that. You can't expect that out of bands. No. And the reason you can't expect that is that you could look at people like people in Bayside. You don't have enough time. It's like the same people who, I don't know, I'm going I'm to stop. No, but you can do what you can do. And the fact that you do that at all makes that is like is a, is a huge thing because there are definitely bands out there who don't do anything like that. And a lot of bands you can't. It's a handful of times. That's more than... That's more than like most. That's more than you could. It's definitely more than you could do. That's for sure. It is, and I don't mind doing it. Even sometimes me, like mixtapes, does well. But you know, Bayside is a way bigger band. The Wonder Years are twenty times bigger. But even I don't have time. I get a lot of messages from people that I just never respond to. I don't do it on purpose. But the idea that some of those people might think I'm a dick, like right. that sucks. Yeah. Like, and, because and that's if they only knew how many people I did talk to. Like, most likely, like, if you look up Brian Rockwell and add me on Facebook and like mixtapes and you message me 
at some point I'll probably message you back because there's a good chance I'm just sitting there playing fucking video games because right. I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> but my point being is all that being said, I like doing that, but I don't like the fact that it's expected. And I, and I mean no, that, like, I mean that yeah, way totally. where really, honestly, when you pay money to come to the Bayside mixtape show, the only thing we really owe you is to get up Here's there and the play for 30 or 45 minutes. Now, I want you to understand, Ryan, when you finished that sentence just now, yeah, there are at least 20 people or more who got out of it. I don't owe you a fucking thing. You're, You're right. all pieces of shit. <laughs> You're right. Because that's what the internet is. And that's the problem. No. Is, but well, no, yeah, Jack, so you owe them that. But if you're doing anything different, and see, that's what the, that's what people don't understand is that for you to come out and hang out, it's like, and to talk to people. If you talk to people for 45 minutes, but the person who's on minute 47, where you're like, should have been out for 45 minutes, I got to go back. I'm leaving. I'm just gonna go get something to eat. Right. That one guy is gonna tell you that you don't give a shit and you mm-hmm. don't care. It's and like, it's like, he dude, doesn't know the 30 the, people you just talked. It's like, to. dude, we showed up late. We had to sound check. I haven't eaten since 9 a.m. It's 8 p.m. I just want to go eat shitty McDonald's food that's already going to make me feel like shit. Let me have my moment to eat this McChicken. Right. That's all I want. That I don't really even want in the first place. Right. But I'm in the middle of the country, and it's either Subway or fucking McDonald's. <laughs> so and you got to go with McDonald's at that point because Subway problem. is like – Right. It's I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but, I'd, rather right. drink, I'd rather drink the, I'd rather oh. drink the Mountain Dew that tastes like – the Doritos. Oh my God! I think we have a perfect. I'm gonna person. say that actually. You know what? I didn't even know what it would take me to drink that, but I, if you offered me Subway right now <laughs> or that, I would be like, "What's that taste like? Let me try that." I think. Let have me, you ever seen that. the eggs? Let me the, try that cheese, sir. Jack, have you ever seen the eggs at Subway? It's the most terrifying thing. Eggs? Oh, you mean like the thing? The white like the, things? Like the, the board of eggs? The, Those aren't eggs. I don't platter. know what they are, but I'm telling you, we do have a game we for have, you. Yeah, you might be the perfect person to play this. We have um, a game for you. We've played this with guests in the past, but like no one ever seems to bring up. When we bring up Subway, they usually get like like you just did, which is a, a thing that I like because I fucking hate Subway. And it's uh, but I'm gonna ask you this. Okay, so say since it was just Christmas or whatever, say you had gotten these uh, or, or you had this choice for Christmas. Somebody was like, I'm gonna buy you a gift card. And it this gift card is either for Subway or Applebee's. Which would you choose? Oh, <laughs> oh man! And, and now keep in that's mind like, here. That's like getting kicked in the balls or punched. In exactly. The balls. Right. Okay. Now, exactly now, like that. Keep right. in mind here right. that there's a stipulation. If there's a thing because you've been in a touring band, whatever, or just because you're a person, you've gone to these places. If there's a thing on the menu that you actually like, okay with eating. The stipulation is you're not allowed to have that thing. <laughs> okay. Well, here's here's how I'm gonna here's how I'm gonna here's how I'm gonna circumvent this entire thing. I'm gonna go with Applebee's, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because you can't spend it all on beer. Entire, what's that? You can't spend it all on beer. Yeah. I'm gonna take that whole thing back then. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Everything really, no. everything really was was balancing on the, the on the fact. This is this is the thing. Bar and Subway does not. Right. This is the thing is that if there's a thing you feel like it's safe to spend it on, you're not allowed to use it on that thing. You have to actually oh, eat gosh. stuff there, like that. What if I could? What if I could go to the bar at Applebee's, but I could <laughs> only eat? I could only drink things that come in ridiculous glasses and are unnaturally colored. Okay. All right. Because I, I feel I feel like that's the Applebee's of drinking. Like when you're drinking and you're like, I'm having a, I'm having a sour appetite, 
Flash. Here's the deal, though. I don't know. Here's okay. the deal. No, I got. I got. Actually, I got no, a no, no, no. Okay. I've got. A, I've got. Throw, a stipulation. Just, okay. One's gonna make me throw up. You can do that. One's gonna make me throw up tomorrow morning. You can do that, <laughs> but whatever party the bartender is going to after he gets off his shift, you have to go with him. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go to Applebee's. Those, <laughs> those stories end up being. Well, you know what's funny? People talk about like, oh, the tour must be amazing, and they. The tour is amazing. Sure. The tour gets to a point sometimes, like especially like. Being on a bus is the best and worst thing in the world because it takes away all of those stories. We're like, we went to the, we were at the show, and so did you talk to me with one eye? Be like, I sure did. Be like, where'd you do? Be like, I went to a party with him. Be like, what the hell happened? Be like, it was amazing. You never get this. (laughs) So like, those, that's where I get all the good stories. The bartender at Applebee's probably is going back to Freebase Coke with like two of the waitresses who have like three kids, and probably one of them has the kids in the car still, and it's like running outside, and everyone's a little weird about it. But like, you're that's right. That's gonna be a fun party. I yeah. would go to that party. Okay, but the party is entirely catered by Subway. And and guess now what? I know that I'm dead and I'm in hell. That's yeah, and, and that's well, how I know that. This is the thing: is the coked up bartender? He ain't letting you leave that party until you eat some Subway. You gotta eat a party can just, tray. Can I, can I freebase the coke with him? Yes. Well, yeah, but he still isn't. You know what? He's one of those guys who's going to get super intense later on, and he just isn't going to let you leave without eating some Subway because he won't mm, believe you. Is the suicide out of the question? Or is that, uh... um, <laughs> yeah, but the suicide only happens by eating um, appetizer plate after appetizer plate from Applebee's. <laughs> oh, man. We just literally made a movie. that could, That's a box office hit. Um, before oh, before a death by death by Applebee's is like a like, <laughs> we could that's we like could, on the same level as like suicide by cop. And like, he knew what he was doing. He went in there and he kept ordering and ordering, and everyone was telling him no. What were you doing? We could talk. Finally, it just happened. We could talk forever, but I want to I want to get to a few Bayside things. I want to talk about a few other things okay. and your gentlemanness. But I was gonna say my main point. I don't remember what you said, but I remember I was gonna say something. You're gonna have to come creepy at first, but I think you'll agree. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I was talking about you have a wife, obviously, and a kid. Yep. So no kid, no kid. Anthony has. You don't a, have a kid. Anthony has a beautiful. Anthony daughter. has no, a beautiful no, daughter. No. You me, have, uh, you, me and my wife are you, you have a beautiful gonna, wife. I've gonna, met her many a times. We're gonna try soon. Someday there'll be a little baby. Good. Well, not, you have a beautiful. You have a beautiful wife. We would if I had one and I didn't know where it was. <laughs> it's at the Applebee's. And I'm saying you have a beautiful. It's the bartender at Applebee's. I'm gonna go hang out. I'm saying you have a beautiful wife because I want to make her also my wife. Oh well, thank you. Well, thank you. And wait a minute. At the same time, <laughs> I was gonna say I think the best way, because um, we were talking about something similar, to know if you really want to hang out with a girl when you're single, or if you have the bad intentions, is that if you have plans with a girl, is all you got to do is masturbate, right? Oh yeah, and then you're like, nah. and then if you still want to hang out with her, then it's probably someone you really want to hang out with. Yeah, but once this because true, well, because true. you were talking about once you have sex, as soon as you're done, you're just kind of done with it. Like guys are, girls aren't, but guys are. But if you, oh, yeah, if you, like, yeah, I'm done. If you masturbate and you don't want to hang out with that girl anymore, you know that you're a shit bag, and you had all the wrong intentions. No, no, no. That you mean that you know what it means. It means you're you. It's better that you leave it alone, or else you're going to become a shit bag in, in her eyes. If you start leaving her on and be like, oh, you know. Yeah, it'd be really great to hang out, but that's all you're thinking about. That, right. That'll get found out, and then and then she's gonna go on to Yelp and, and give you one star. For, wait, wait. Well, you have seen that uh, app that's for that, right? Yes, yes, I have. Um, 
There actually is an app for like when like girls go on dates oh, with for guys. like jilted ex-girlfriends. There is. Yeah, like, where they uh, can put like hashtags that describe you and stuff like that. Oh, mine would be like big old sex truck. Uh huh. <laughs> takes me big to old sex truck. <laughs> takes me to Taco Bell. Takes me to Pro, Taco Bell. Pros, one forty-three yeah, a.m. Pros. Big old <laughs> sex truck. Cons. Takes me to Taco Bell. <laughs> no, no, she wanted Taco Backflash, Bell. Okay, nacho we, soda. We agree, <laughs> nacho soda. We ag- we agreed on Taco Bell. This wasn't me or coercing her into it like some sort Hashtag of like date magic Bill drug. Date magic drug. Date magic drug. Two K fourteen. I'm gonna give it a so, duck of. That's how important this website is. <laughs> right, right. Date magic drug. So we're gonna what? Quits. I'm sorry, I keep derailing. You have like a you keep trying to ask me real questions and I derail. No, this is great. I love this interview. As a matter of fact, we're gonna have you back on soon if that's okay. Do it, man. Yeah. I'm, um, when I'm, I'm all I'm doing right now is trying to is trying to get my arm working. So I'm I got a lot of say. Time. Okay, I was gonna say I do want to ask a few basic questions because they're not gonna be generic ones necessarily. But I know there's people listening that are big fans of yours in yeah. the band. But and we had a couple of people write in. And we had a few questions for you, but what happened to your arm? Because you and I both just went to the hospital at the same time for some pretty serious shit. I almost died. Oh, no. Holy shit. I saw you in the hospital. I didn't, I didn't want to ask you publicly. What I was like, going to say, before, I didn't be like, before we get to your arm, <laughs> before we get to your arm, I want to explain why Jack is one of the coolest guys we've ever toured with. And it's not like I say this about everybody, but... The very first day of the Bayside tour, we had never met Bayside. We didn't know each other. We didn't know anything about each other. And I remember Jack came up to me and was like, you're the tour manager and in the band, right? And I was like, yeah. And Jack said, you know, um, there's a lot of long drives on this tour. If there's ever any nights when you guys have somebody that can drive all night really good, one or two people, but you need sleep, you guys are more than welcome to sleep on our tour bus any night you want, as many people as you need. I've never had a band say that to me in my life. And you said that to me the very first night of tour, and I thought that was really cool, and it stuck with me. Oh, thanks, man. Well, we try. You know, we've been a band that, like, we've gotten to where we where we actually have got to without a lot of handouts from other people, and we never really got big. We've had some good support tours, especially, like, in the last few years. But <clears throat> in, the first, in the first, like, five years of our band, like, there were there were tours that we had that were epic, but we never really picked up big tours. We never really got handouts. Our growth has always been very slow and very steady. You guys like, worked hard. Slow. Yeah, you did it the right way. You did it the old the old way. Yeah, we did. We we got this big by headlining and headlining and headlining and just beating the crap out of markets until people finally were like, "All right, fine, I give up. I'll, I like your band." Okay. But um, <laughs> we made it. We made a conscious decision that we would never be a headlining band that would take advantage of the position and make everyone else on the tour feel like they were working for us. And we've always felt that it was like super important for us to always create an environment where like all of the bands can come out and just be like, dude, we're all in this together. This is like a fucking circus. Let's all just be part of the well, circus. It, it's it, not like it our show and you guys are working for us. You do. I mean, literally you didn't know me. And the first day of the tour, you came up to me and said, if you ever need to sleep on a bunk on our bus, you can have your own bunk, bring your book bag. You're more than welcome. You can watch TV. You can drink. You can, uh, take whatever is ours is yours and most bands yeah. i mean don't do that that's not normal we've toured no, with bands. We, we've we found we found that out <laughs> we've toured with bands that are really nice i have tour buses and stuff and they're they're cool and they'll let us come up there and watch tv but i mean this wasn't even like after we became friends it was the first day of the tour you didn't even know me and we're basically just saying hey if you ever need to sleep on here you're more than welcome come on up like this yeah. is this is your home you don't even have to knock 
that's not normal. Yeah, totally. So you well, should be proud of that. Well, we that's do. Awesome. We do that with a, we do that with a lot. Of, like we do that with like pretty much every band that we go on tour with. We off, you know, when we have uh, when we're doing a headline tour, we have the and we have the wherewithal to do stuff like that. We do because you know what? It increases tour morale. It makes everyone on the tour like friendlier and more open to each other. And like it's the same thing. It does build friendships that we extend beyond the tour. It does. And it's also just like. You never know what's gonna happen, man. We've been on tour. We've watched so many bands go from like we're opening from you, we're opening for you, to like we're headlining an arena, and then they're back to like we're not even in a band anymore. So it's like you never know who's who's who, and it's not like it's it's not like it's a self-serving, a self-serving philosophy. Like be nice because maybe it'll come back to you. But it's just like be a nice fucking person and give people like I'd rather people leave a tour with our band to be like you know what that band was actually really cool to us and we had a great time on that tour i could never and say a bad thing about anyone in your band and that's what i mean is like this is the kind of stuff i think your fans should hear like who cares how you got started you can find it on google i'm sure a million times but i mean people that like your band and bayside fans listening to this should know that like you know like the band you like are legit guys like you like a band that you like their music but they're also people that are so warm and accepting that made mixtapes family like in four year strong and i mean it was a circus like there'd be nights when jack and some four year strong guys and me would get up on stage during sound check and just play covers and goof off and it was like a family environment it wasn't like a stiff tour like all right you load on you load on you load on here's your set time all right we'll see you yeah, have, hey, have you seen anyone in bayside on like three days they don't really hang out no it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't happen that it never did and it was it was such a cool tour because from the first day, it was straight family situation. All four bands were jamming together during yeah. sound check. We were wasting. We, like to leave we our were wasting. Room door open. We like to invite everyone up on spots. Like we definitely done tours where I got a haircut in your dressing like, room, and left my yeah. hair all over it. And you guys didn't even care. And not only nah, that, fuck it, man. not only that. That's what I mean. Is like we would literally waste your guys' sound check on these big headlining shows, like jamming '90s covers with like a bunch of different bands. Like it was a blast. It was awesome. And that's how it should be. Yeah, don't get a haircut on my bunk. That would piss me off. I will if not I get a haircut on You were like, bunk. I'm going to get my haircut, but in your bed. But I'd I will like, tell you my favorite story, thing. which we can cut this out if you don't want it to be in here. I do remember you told me once on that tour um, you did DMT. And I love the story because you told me <laughs> that you had lit the DMT oh, yeah, with a blowtorch. That was a, and you got that was so, a long time ago. you got so high that you just went and sat in your bunk and stared at your hands for four hours. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That wasn't DMT. I, oh. I hadn't done DMT since I was like, that, oh. was, that was back in the mid-90s when I did DMT. <laughs> this was just like that new shit that kids are doing. The new, that, I just said the oldest thing that I've ever said in my life. <laughs> right, right. That was like such doing. an old man thing. <laughs> that new darn drug the kids are doing nowadays. <laughs> I, no, it's that fucking dabbing stuff, man. That's dabs, crazy. dabs. Kids that's came right. out to like a Washington show, and they're like, "Do you smoke weed?" I'm like, "Occasionally." They're like, "Do you want to?" Now that it's legal here, I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, man. We just had a good show. I'll smoke some weed. I don't care." And then they produced like this crazy apparatus, and this girl had like a fucking giant butane torch. Yeah, you said it was like, a oh, blowtorch, literally, I'm not right? Down with, I'm not down with freebase. I don't know what you guys talk about. <laughs> right, right. Weed. I'm like, this is not weed. Like it's like weed. I was like, "What do you mean it's like weed? Like what's it made?" Of? <laughs> right. What does weed. that mean? I'm like, "Yeah, it's like like weed. Well, in the sense that it's a drug, then it's very much like weed." And they're like, "No, it's just weed. It's just like the different. It's it's THC." And I was like, "All right, I'll try it." Okay. <laughs> but that was like a, that was a night ruiner for me. That's how I know I'm getting old. I'm still like in, I'm still in like more like a joint smoker than a butane torch THC kind of guy. Right. Fair enough. 
right, well, we have some questions. Anyway, I don't know where we are going with that. I, no, I just thought it was a funny story. Here, yeah. It reminded me of it. Um, we have some questions for you, I think, from some fans. So mm-hmm. do you want to answer some? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Bring them um, on. Oh, I thought you were going, mm. <laughs> oh, No. Well, not, not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin, go for it. Ke- Kevin T. from Long Island says, uh, when I first started listening to rock, my brother told me this guy Nick down the block was in a band called Bayside, and I gave it a listen, and I was instantly hooked. I've seen you guys so many times I've lost count. I am now in my own band called Stronghold, and all I want is to have a fan base that loves our music like yours. It's been pretty tough to start, and I was wondering what kept you going in the beginning. Also, I've seen mixtapes twice, and you guys are kick-ass. Keep it up. Well, that's going to be hard to do. Well, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, unfortunate. I'm working on some new stuff, though, guy. <laughs> and it's, I mean, I don't know what to tell that guy. Hey, man, it sucks. It sucks a lot. But if you really like what you're doing, you're going to keep doing it. That, like, no, I what think... we were talking about earlier, like, we we were always a headline band. Like, we always like, oh, man, like, in 2005, we would – they were like, well, if we can just get this tour, if we can get this tour, it's like, nope, just go headline again. No, it doesn't Play matter. Play 15 people out there. No, I think... Yeah, and after, after a while, it just gets demoralizing. And you're like, man, I'm not making any money. I'm not doing this and this. And granted, when this was... I mean, when we were doing this, it was the early 2000s. Gas was cheaper. It was cheaper in general to tour. There were less bands in general. Like, I mean, there was there was so much stuff that was different then. Um, but, you know, if you just, that was the thing. Like, I think I was lucky... I got really lucky to be in a band with, with other people who were all equally equally dedicated to doing it. And then he's just like, you know what, this does suck. Put your head down and we'll just fucking, we'll just keep going uh, and think, we'll see. If it, until it actually derails or until it actually just T-bone crashes, then... I think that we'll advice is the best. You, you, is heard, you can't... Oh, I, I was going to say, he, you heard it, Kevin T. He said, just give up now. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> no. I mean, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't really, if it's something you kind of want to do, well, then no, your band I, is never gonna be successful. Vice... Unless, unless you hit, unless you strike gold immediately, it's going to suck a lot for a long time. You're... And then eventually, you'll get really like, even if you think your band is awesome now and you're just starting, your band is probably not awesome. It like, doesn't matter. And I'm sorry to say that, but because it, there's just, bands, it, it takes years of like developing a show and developing a set and developing material and working with the same people over and over again. Until it actually does become, the, the, it, until it does actually start sounding the way you think it does. Well, I like your advice because it's real. We've definitely had people on here, and I've heard other bands just be like, "Just follow your dreams." And it's like, no, here's how being in a punk band works. You start the band. Yeah. You shouldn't try and to get on big for tours. A really long time. You shouldn't try to get a manager. Be uncomfortable. You don't. Your friends you are don't. Make fun of you, and your parents <laughs> are gonna yell at you. And you don't. You, you don't need a terrible a, mistake. You don't need a fucking manager. This is what you need to do. You need to go book a tour. And you're going to book a few of them, and you're going to lose money, but you're going to have fun. And then eventually, you're going to hit those same cities enough, you're going to build a fan base, and people are going to start to notice. But you're going to go through some and rough times. And then you're still going to have a shitty time, and it's still not going to be that awesome. No. And, and, <laughs> and you're going with it. I mean, honestly, when, when did Bayside started in what year? Uh, Bayside started in 2000. I joined in 2003. So Bayside started 14 years ago. Yeah. What year could you officially not have a real job and comfortably live i stopped taking like temp jobs at home like because we would come off tour we would go on tour for, like and at that time too we were just railroading tours it was like coming off of a full u.s headline tour jumping on to like a two and a half week east coast tour again and then jumping on to like a three week like support like supporting some band that's only that's only drawing like 10 more people than you like we did 
I mean, and that's again not to say we we did have good tours in our past. I'm making it sound like we're a total sob story, which is not the case. But right. you know, there we definitely weren't handed like here's a great supporter, here's a great supporter, here's a, the the great majority of our touring was headlining. Right. But like, we basically would be on tour for you know. 10, 11 months straight, pretty much, with a couple of days off here and there, and then I would go, and you would come home with almost no money, but you've been living, you know, you're getting $5 per diems, and you right. get, like, snacks, you know, like, you're getting chips and salsa, and maybe a pizza at the clubs, and that's enough to keep you going for the 11 months you're out, and then you have, like, a month to kill at home where you have zero money, and then I take a temp job doing telemarketing or something. Yeah. I think it was about 2000, and I didn't pay rent. I was, like, kind of couch surfing back in Long Island, or kind of coming back and staying with my folks back in Massachusetts until 2000 and mid, probably like mid 2006. So I'd been in the band for about three and a half or four years before I actually even started to consider I paying rent. A lot of kids don't realize and, how long four years is to like kids nowadays want instant gratification. They start a band and they want six months later, a year later to be on tour playing in front of a thousand people with you know a bandwagon to ride around on and it's like four well, years it happens to some people but and it does like it can, lottery, it can happen but also everybody. i think that's just as dangerous because when you get big that fast you can fall oh, off you're gonna just go down that equally fast. quickly mm. and bayside did it right i mean you guys really like slugged your way through i mean you guys were the band like you said that always kind of seemed to do support tours and you would headline but i mean it's like you guys are at your biggest now and that's so rare 14 years later yeah, but I mean, back to what we were talking about too—about talking to talking to people at shows and stuff like that. Like that's us kind of just hammering hammering away, and also taking the time to really connect with our fans a lot too. Like, and a lot of that, a lot of that spending, like a couple hours every day, or like going to the weird kids party after the show. Like, a lot of that is what really built lifetime, like lifelong fans for us. You know what I mean? Like, that's the reason that we go. And those kids will fucking fight for us. Like, literally, will fight for us. Like, those are the kids who were like getting in fights at the show, being like. I heard some kid talking during your solo, and I punched him in the face because it was disrespectful. <laughs> oh, you like, guys! Oh, you gotta fucking chill out, man. I will say we just—I mean, we just spent the entire year touring with you guys. Your guys—I mean, I know you called your new album Cult, and it makes sense. I mean, you guys have a dedicated fan base, and it's awesome. And they're not violent yeah. the way you just described it. Obviously, well, it's I not mean, normal, obviously, I'm making a—I'm making an exaggerated. It's, it's true. I mean, people, it's sort of like an exaggerated story. Just people to kind of love Bayside. They love Bayside. Devoted, which is. But your guitar playing, to be fair. Is insane. I would like you to give me lessons sometimes. Let's start a band. Can we start a band? Hell yeah, man. We'll talk about. We'll talk you know what's the beautiful thing about that? You're like four hours away, but we can write music back and forth on. We on can our only computers. live four hours. We'll talk. We'll, I'll me call to you. Use some fucking files. Yeah, I'll call you after the uh, podcast. And we'll talk about it. Do man, that'd be great. Do we have more questions. I'm actually, I'd be. I'm. I'm doing a lot of, a, a lot of writing, but we're just kind of like playing and writing right now. Well, we're going to actually talk about this because I would like to make some music with you and we live close enough. Hell yeah, man. But, uh, all right, next question for you. Uh, this this guy didn't identify himself. Just said, Jack, what's it like living in Nashville? Did you know people when you moved there? You know what? It's I knew of, I knew a handful of people when I moved here. For people that didn't I know, knew... you moved from Long Island, right? Where the band is from to Nashville. Well, I'm not actually from. I'm not even from Long Island. I oh. was kind of a, I was kind of a transplant there. Me, oh. like I was like. I moved, I've kind of been in and out of Long Island since 2003, and then I had lived since, I, I, you know, I got together with my wife in 2007, and we lived in Bayside for a year, and then we lived in... Wait, Bayside is an actual place? Bayside in Queens. I yeah, always just assumed you guys place. got your name from Saved by the Bell, is that not true? 
I'm not are we kidding. Going back to the, are we going back to these questions? Yeah, hang on. Let me ask. Oh, no, I'm actually not kidding. Is that, <laughs> let me just, let me just, I assume let me just that is a generic question. into the vein of my penis right now. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I assume that is a question you've gotten a trillion times, but I, don't, oh, yeah, I actually don't one. know. That's the one. I don't know the answer. I didn't know that. It's a, it is actually, it's Bayside in Queens. That's, it's, uh, it's in Flushing. Right, that's Bayside. It's its own thing, but it's basically flushing. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that you guys would have more success if your name was the Max, and you did get it from Say by the Bell. <laughs> oh, with two X's or three X's? Two, make it three, and you'd be a straight-edge hardcore band. <laughs> or a porno band. Porn, oh, that's porn true. You'd be a straight-edge porno band. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> porn, porn core, we're fucking... Hey, listen up. We're nacho cheese Dorito peeled porn core. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess if you want to answer this guy's question, go ahead. But don't don't give him too much of oh, an no. answer. We don't want to please I, people. I dig, I dig Nashville. It's a fun place. A lot of a lot of the touring industry lives here. It's definitely not as big of a punk rock city down here as it is like in other cities. I think Nashville's rad. I like country, Nashville. It's a cool place, man. It's a, it's got a good it's got a good bar culture. It's got a good sense of community. People down here are pretty it, are definitely friendlier than they are in the Northeast, and it's a hell of a lot cheaper. But I I like it. It's cool. Cool. All right. Uh, next. No, that was about it. Nobody wants to know anything about him. I, I got a couple questions for you. They're in my email, but I have to get in my phone. But I guess how much longer do we have? I really should be done. Already. You got to be done here soon. Like I should have been done a while ago. But wait, wait, before I – I got a question. Ryan, what the hell happened to you? Why were you in the hospital? Okay, I um, I have pancreatitis. Holy mackerel. I'm yeah, sorry I, to hear that. I uh, haven't talked about it much, honestly, in detail, but um, I was at my sorry house. To, sorry, to pop it, sorry to pop it out on you here in, no, on no, your no, podcast. No, totally fine. I was going to say the other reason, other than you sharing the tour bus that makes you a stand-up gentleman, is a lot of times you tour with bands, and you might stay in touch every once in a while where it's like – you know, if uh, you're coming through Cincinnati, you might text me and say, hey, you want to come to the show tonight? But uh, I remember when you found out I was in the hospital, you went out of your way to text me and ask if I was okay and see if I needed anything. And a lot of people don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you're a real friend, not just a tour friend. Oh, thanks, man. Well, and, yeah, and there's, definitely. There's, when you there's see a people, difference. Especially like in the hospital's no joke, man. It's no yeah. joke financially, emotionally, and physically. No, I actually owe a lot of money right now. And luckily I found, um, to people listening – to like mixtapes, I found extras of every mixtapes record on every color we have that I had stored away and test presses, and I am going to be selling them. So if you're interested, please email me because I know some of them have gone for a few hundred dollars, but I just I'm going to need money. So I'm going yeah, to have to. Yeah, because s- hospital is criminally expensive. It I is just insane. Got, I'm just getting bills now too, and it's fucking insane, and it's unfair, and it's like it's it's completely un-American and. I might be un-American in saying that we should be moving towards a more socialized medical state, but Jesus Christ, I, I live. My dad's my dad's been a surgeon since I known him. I mean, I guess <laughs> he's been practicing he's been practicing surgery for thirty eight years. He was a surgeon when I was born, but I've never heard a guy have less positive things to say about the state of the medical community in this country than him. And you know, from just being in a hospital. And seeing it firsthand, like we're in trouble, man. Oh, that it's bad. Uh, up. The money I owe from being in the hospital for a week is insane. So, like I said, um, a week, a week. That bed is like fifteen hundred bucks a night just for the bed. Oh, absolutely. Forget about anyone who enters the room. And not talk about the four different medicines I was getting, um, everything else, um, this CAT scan I had to get, and then the diagnosis. And then, so like I said, if you're a mixtapes fan and you're trying to complete vinyl. 
I have every color of every record and a test press of every record we have. And I don't want to get rid of a lot of it, but I need to. So hit me up because um, I can use the extra yeah. money. But, um, yeah, I have pancreatitis, so I basically have to change my lifestyle a lot. Um, I need to eat differently, no alcohol, um, and I just got to I gotta be careful, which I'm going to do. I've been doing better already. I've lost some weight. It doesn't look as much because my stomach's completely swelled up because my pancreas is two times its normal size. Oh so my God, if man. I'm not on my pain well, medication yeah, right now, well, I'm happy to hear that you're making some positive moves too. That's good. I'm I'm feeling way better than I am now. Like right before I went in, I think the last podcast I did with Justin before I went to the hospital, I was rough. But I, uh, right now, even now, it'll be a few more weeks. If I don't take my medicine, my pain medication, it feels like knives are trying to escape my stomach. Oh, so it's bad, but uh, like I said, it's cool that you're not just a tour friend that I see just when you come to town. Um, you did text me and ask if I was okay and asked if you could do anything, and that's very much appreciated. Yeah, no problem. So, if you um, ever need me to bring anything for you, like any Applebee's appetizers, <laughs> but for real, you've been an awesome just guest. Wheeling it back into Applebee's and Taco live, Bell all the time. You live four hours from me. Let's actually make some music. That sounds good. I will, I'm, I, well, I'm going to talk about my own fucking lame ass for a minute because I, I haven't even been. I'm trying to start playing again, but my right arm basically doesn't work. So I'm kind of. Oh. I basically have a paralyzed right arm. Um, Is it going to get better? I think so. Nobody's given me a lot of information yet. They think none wow. of the nerves were severed, but it basically had. I definitely have pretty substantial nerve damage in my right arm. Like I can't. There's a lot of movement that I just can't. Do. So I've been playing sad. a little bit, and I'm building up. I'm kind of building up a lot of other muscles around it as a as a countermeasure, so I can I can definitely play. What What happened to you? Yeah, honestly, that's I, crazy. I have like I have a I had four discs that had been badly compressed and bulging for a long time, wow. and I had been doing a lot of physical therapy. How much did that and, hurt? That uh, had you been miserable. Here's the here's the fucked up thing. It didn't really hurt. About three years ago, it hurt a lot. And then instead of pain, it was just replaced with like temporary paralysis of different parts of my arm, which Weird. I was told from doctors and like MRIs and stuff that it was just basically strengthening different muscle types in my neck would alleviate a lot of the the pressure on the nerve and nerve roots like in my spinal cord. And then eventually with this one, it was like they fully herniated and I had a bunch of bone chips that were in my, that were kind of in the sides of the cervical vertebra that were like just squishing the nerve root. And there's the radial nerve, which comes out of, this is, I don't want to get super techy, but there's like a part of the, part of the neck close to where your neck meets your shoulder, that nerve, that uh, disc had fully blown out and was crushing the nerve that basically controls a lot of the muscles in my right arm and right before we left for a Europe tour, it just had enough and it just shut off. So for about five weeks, I had about 20% of the use of my right arm. And wow. uh, when I got back, I had met with a specialist and he basically chucked me right into surgery. I was like, you got to get in there now or you might never get your arm back. They did the surgery and they were he kind of just told me like, Hey, you know, none of the nerves were severed. They were just really badly compressed and you probably, you have like a lot of muscle wasting and you have a lot of nerve damage. But if you're, if you're patient and you're persistent, you'll get most of, if not all of the, all of your arm back. So at this point, I'm just kind of doing tons of physical therapy and I'm trying to play as much as possible just to 
kind of get things worked in and make sure that oh, man. make sure I don't lose the one thing that I'm actually pretty good at. <laughs> I'd say you're pretty <laughs> good. You're one, you are legitimately pretty I good. Say. I feel optimistic. I feel good. I've been playing again. Like I've been playing a bunch. I gotta stop playing like ten plus balls. So I think I'm just gonna start playing. I gotta. I just bought an SG and I'm gonna be so. I'm like, I'm in kind of the same position as you. I'm starting to get bills right now. Yeah, it's it's bad, man. And it's, I have, it sucks. I have like old gear that I've been kind of cataloging and going through, so it wouldn't be a total shock to for me I to start am, unloading some other guitars, just some heavier ones, and right. start trying to. I owe the hospital right now about twelve thousand dollars. So I thought about setting up some sort of a PayPal thing, which I just don't know if I feel like too much of a douchebag. I mean, if people are interested, they can email me, and if they want to help, that's awesome. But I feel like at least selling records and test presses, people are getting something they want out of it yeah well i mean going back it's that's i mean that's not even the same as you like sitting next to like waiting for you after the show and be like i need an autograph now i need this now like, right, hey you know what i'm that guy who you were like we were dying to meet and you've like my music has changed your life they're like well i'm in a position right now where i'm actually in a lot of trouble i, I am because of something that's beyond my so, control i thought i would either try what to sell records do? which i'm going to do or do a thing where if people donate me money i'll write them a song like an acoustic song i don't know yeah that down that downright thing is pretty cool actually the um that i know i have a few friends i have a few buddies down here who are doing downright stuff yeah, uh, just, uh, and that's like the same thing it's like a website that's set up where you if anybody like, thinks can, any of these ideas are cool email me and uh, we'll talk ryan empire at gmail.com um so i guess before we go two things a the obvious question what does this mean for Bayside? Are you good? Are you going to be able to tour? When oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount that I can play right now, like, I went through, I did that. We were just in Europe with uh, the Gaslight Anthem and Tech, which was a super fun tour. It would have been so much fun. That if was I probably enormous. Just a depressed, a depressed mess. Uh, it was cool. Like, I, I managed, I kind of got off the plane on the first day and figured I didn't, I really couldn't play, and I kind of figured out how to play with an arm that wasn't working that well. And I got through... I got through a full tour and I fooled everyone. So <laughs> I like that. I'm and I'm I'm actually since the surgery I am better. Than, I'm not like better. Like I'm done. I'm better. I'm fully healed. But my body is in better shape than it was during that tour. So I'm not worried. That's pretty much right. I'm not at. worried about um, like yeah. I think I, I think I'm not. My career is not over. I can I'm still not, play. I'm just I'm more limited. There's like shit that I just can't do on a day-to-day basis like lift any weight but i'm basically a left-handed person right now which is right. totally weird for me but that's where but i'm, I'm, at. I'm not better so for baseline it doesn't it's not gonna matter right like, i'm not I'll still I'm, be able to play everything i'm not better but i'm doing a lot better than i was and as long as i continue to follow the course i'll be good minus the fact that the government has stuck me with a bill that i will never be able to pay off without help so. yeah like hey look cripple uh, you with debt that's fun that's america yeah so they're just going to keep on calling me for the next few years and i'm not going to answer yeah so uh, that's all hey man i gotta tell you there's a lot of stuff that you can do if you're uninsured you can go through medicaid there's a lot of there's an also there's a charity also not a charity a charitable organization a nonprofit called music cares I've heard that about that. It's designed cool. specifically for stuff like that as well. Well, you have I, been. I just want to, uh, not not to be a jerk or anything, but I'm 100% healthy, so sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, that must be nice. Oh, yeah, that's that pretty must good. be great. You, you won't be if you keep eating that Taco Bell. Well, and... well I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Um, I know I'll see we, you guys at Applebee's. I'm going to go. I know we have to be done here in a minute, but I do want to point out, um, Justin and I have talked about it, but Jack, I don't know if you've seen this. This is more of a travesty than anything at Taco Bell. 
have you seen this new thing that I don't know? I feel like this is a social experiment, if anything, at best. At Hardee's, they have a new biscuit that all it is is a biscuit with bologna and nacho cheese. <laughs> is it called the EBT? No, but that literally, <laughs> that's real. Justin's seen it. You know so what I'm talking about? I don't. Joke on your fucking no, no, you're talking about Burger King. No, no, no. Yeah. Hardee's. Look, look it up oh. real quick. If, if it's literally, uh. it's a biscuit with bologna and nacho cheese sauce on it, which that is. What's it called? The Last Resort. Justin's looking I think at it right now. That would be a good name for something like that. Justin's, like Justin's looking it up. You got to see the name of this thing. I don't remember the name. It is literally. There's no at way. Hardee's, you could, we'd like to welcome in. I don't this care how high. The Last Resort. <laughs> I don't care how high you, you are. Think of anything. I don't care how late it is. I don't care if you're on tour. I don't care if you're stoned. There's no way that that I'm possibly. You know what? Thing. I would make that There's if no that that's like a that's a that's a waking up at three in the morning. I'm super hungover. And not even that. It's not even that. I couldn't do it. I'm gonna let you understand that they call it the All Star Biscuit. <laughs> is that what it's really called? The All Star yeah, Biscuit. It's it's fried bologna and Velveeta. Oh God. How disgusting is that? Fried bologna. And You're Velveeta, like the, oh, which is admittedly, even, even, I'm just trying to think of where I can, what I can make the joke about that's not going to offend any part of your. <laughs> well, <list>. Velveeta is <laughs> like, a admittedly, really Velveeta is admittedly not even real cheese. Yeah. So you have fake no, nacho cheese food. on bologna on a biscuit. I wouldn't even I eat that if I just had seven pot brownies. My thing is, is that I don't know if that thing's. <laughs> If that thing's worse than the Yumbo at Virginia. Oh, don't talk about the Yumbo. No, the at Yumbo my house, pretty, at my house, we have spent the last week talking about the Yumbo, and every time someone leaves the house, it's literally been a joke of, like, grab me a Yumbo on the way back. Ugh. Because, first of all, it's called the Yumbo. Second of all, I don't believe that exists in the 70s. That's a gimmick. Third of all, no thanks. You could you could replace it on the bell bang with the, the burrito pussy. I'm not fucking a yumbo. 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 I'm not fucking. <laughs> right here, I want it to be known that Jack from Bayside fucks yumbos. Done. Well, you got to duct tape it all the way around. That's right. Or else it just gets real messy. That's going to create a yeah. jumbo flashlight. Yeah, the ham will fall out the sides, you know. Oh. <laughs> so we uh we promised we promised Ryan Seaman from Fall in Reverse that he could be the first interview of 2015, which will be next Monday. But, oh, um, I missed that guy. He was here. He, he's like his family's from Nashville. He called me. Uh, he was in town the night that I was getting back into Nashville, and he called me. He was like, I'm here. I'm going out. Let's go out. And we were stuck in traffic. We were like an hour out, and I missed him. And I got back, and I was like just destroyed after being in the car for 11 hours. And I was like, Ryan, I'm not going to be able to come out tonight. I do, I, like, I do love Ryan Seaman, man. That guy I do crazy. like that this podcast has proved that good people, just like good people and bands don't matter because – it's funny how many people like me to you to Ryan from Fall in Reverse to Mike from XPX are all just like friends, and I think people listening are probably just like, "What are oh, these man. bands doing talking to each other?" All the people you just talked about are incredibly great people. Ryan Seaman is one of the coolest people on the planet. He'll be on next yeah. Monday. Um, I do. I'm I do sure love, we probably I do love won't. Ryan Seaman, man. That guy's a good dude. I'm sure we won't talk about Fall in Reverse much unless he wants to. He's allowed to say whatever he'd like. Hmm. I don't know how much he's allowed to say. Yeah. Well, when you talk to him on your podcast, you tell him I said hi from my co- – you tell him from the past. From the past. Jack said hi from a different <laughs> podcast. But I was going to say a week or two after that, would you like to come back? Because I honestly feel more than ever like this yeah, is just – Yeah, me and, a, I feel can, like this me is and just Ryan can carry one. on a conversation via your podcast. Well, I feel like this <laughs> I feel like this is just literally a part one. Like I feel like we barely yeah. even got anywhere. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I've been derailing you every time you try to make a point. <laughs> so, um, would you like to be? Would you like to be the second interview of 2015 and come back in two weeks? Yeah, definitely, man. Absolutely. Okay, well, we're gonna pencil you in. And I'll text you because I feel like we have way more to talk about. Heck yeah, man! And I definitely don't mind. This is a good way to spend an hour. It's creative. It keeps my brain working. And I gotta tell you, my wife loves me like crazy. But my wife bought me a PlayStation 4 for Christmas, so I am <laughs> definitely on brain degrade right now. Okay, two things you need to do um, when we're done. Is there a Walmart or a GameStop or a Best Buy close to you? There is. I'm not going out tonight, but okay, I'm, tomorrow I'm morning. in an Assassin's Creed kind of world right now. Okay, that's good. It's a good game. I beat it. I enjoyed it. But go get yourself Far Cry 4. Is that the one I should get or Destiny? Far Cry 4. By yeah, Far Cry 4. Okay. By far. Well, that was the thing. I did. That was my big dilemma. That's my new thing is I have a download code because she got it. And she's like, are you going to free game with the download Listen, code? Listen, Justin and, and I. And it's like Big Little Planet 3. Just, uh, little big Planet, game, little big Planet 3 is awesome. Far Cry 4 or, or Destiny. Get but Far Cry My brother 4. even was like, I hate first-person shooters, but Far Cry is a really good game. Yeah, it doesn't it even is. count as a first. It is, a, it is an experience. It's like playing a movie. We actually were going to talk about it today. Now we're going to have to wait until next week because – this interview went on longer than I thought it would, which I'm glad because it was awesome. And like I said, it still doesn't even feel complete, which means you, sir, are a good interviewer. But oh, um, Interviewee. Interviewee. Yes. Or, I know I asked you a question too, motherfucker. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin and I started off this podcast to actually talk about video games a lot too. We just get derailed a lot. But no, we're big video game nerds. And uh, Far Cry 3 is one of the most underrated games of all time. That's the thing. He's like, Far Cry, I don't know how Far Cry 4 is, but Far Cry 3, my brother, was like, that game is, is fucking epic. You get Far Cry 4. It will blow your mind. It's completely crazy. The story. You just the totally graphics. sold it. That download code, I'm like Dude, looking. The world. When I hang up on the phone, I'm going to look at that download code, and I'm going to be like, you are going to be Far Dude, Cry 4. The world. Code. Just it's wait. Like a sperm. It doesn't know what it's going to be. Wait till you get in the world. Am I going to be a girl? Am I going to be the president? Be like, no, you're going to be Far Cry 4. Wait, wait till you get in the world of Far Cry 4, and you kind of get past all the main story. Like in your bed. I'm definitely not going to be on the podcast because I'm going to be locked in well, my, you're shell, be, wait till my shell of isolation. Wait till you're about an hour in the game. Wait till you're about an hour into the game and you look at this huge tropical island from a mountaintop. Realize you can go anywhere you want from boat to four wheeler to gyrocopter and you can shoot people, you can kidnap people. Bears will attack people attacking you. Can I kidnap a bear? That's what I yes. want to know. Yes, you can. It is insane. All right. I'm sold. Okay. That's all I wanted to do in a video game ever, Far Cry really, 4. any video game um, ever played. To but anybody listening, there's... What's your bear kidnapping capability like in this game? They're like, oh, none. I'm like, oh, fuck this game. To anybody listening, there's my review. Go fucking buy Far Cry 4 if you haven't, because it's fucking ridiculous. And uh, I'm going to get it. It worked. You've actually sold one copy of Far Cry 4, because well, I'm going to get it. We're going to talk about it in two weeks. You're going to listen to how it is. So you will be uh, back in two weeks. Well, I Everybody. might still be in Assassin's Creed land. No, no, no. Far Cry is much better. Once you start playing it, you're not going to give a fuck about Assassin's Creed anymore. All right, I'm going to get it. Well, as soon as this, the, I don't know if the PlayStation Network is still down. I understood it's that not. some hackers it's not. got at it. It is back up as of a few hours ago. Oh, sick. I'm going to go get it right now. Thank you. Well, Okay, text me actually tonight, but we'll talk about it in a few weeks. But I'll also text you yeah. in like an hour Dude. and we'll talk about music. So yeah, man, I, absolutely. I'm sorry again for derailing everything, but this is epic, and I definitely want to do this again. So let me, let me, let me do it sometime. No, it's not sometime. Yeah. You're going to come back in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> okay. What's two Next weeks, week what's we have Ryan Seaman. Two weeks we have Jack again. It'll be the twelfth. It'll be the twelfth. The twelfth. I might. That actually might be screwy for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna discuss scheduling with you on on the podcast, which is weird. But I'm actually gonna be hanging out in New York between the tenth and the fourteenth. But I could do any time. 
Oh, no, no, sorry. The 10th through the 18th, I'm going to be in the Northeast. I'm out of the South. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my Northeast swagger back on. I'm going to get back up to the fucking retards. Well, you can, find, you, can, again. you can find an hour to talk on the phone, right? No, no, actually, you know what? I will. I'll make time. We appreciate that. Um, in between, in between, like my my tour of Ellis Island and going up to the top of the men, of, of the Empire State Building, I might be able to squeeze it in. <laughs> well, Jack from Bayside, who I mean, do you have anything to promote? I mean, your newest album is called. No, yeah, I don't really have anything to promote. We're Bayside. We're a bunch of good dudes, and we like playing music. Come Bayside's been a band actually, forever. Know, we know. Everyone we knows have, who they are. Coming up in the spring, we have a tour coming up this spring. Uh, with it's going to be us. Uh, with Census Fail, um, we're going out with uh, Man Overboard and with Seaway, and it's about three and a half weeks long, and it's March, pretty much uh, early March through early April, and it should be it should be pretty rad. We're actually talking about doing some stuff on tour that we haven't done in a long time. We're getting we're gonna we're bringing out one of our buddies who does lights. Uh, we're actually going to do like a little bit more production than we normally do, but nice. Well, just trying to keep it fresh. If you come to play Cincinnati, some tunes, play some old new tunes. If you come to Cincinnati, maybe Justin I'll come. We'll do a live. We will definitely come to Cincinnati. That's like one of the places we come to all the time. Oh well, and I'll be there. And we'll it's hang not going to be none of the Thompson House stuff either. We'll probably be like Bogarts or some shit. I would say you could uh, come spend the night on my couch in beds, but you have a tour bus, so you actually could come spend that the night, night on I'm going to spend the night on your tour bus. Yeah, so um, <laughs> maybe I'll come out with you guys for a few days. Yeah, man, come on, ride. Right. It'd be fun. That would be fun. We'll, we'll talk about it. Um. Jack from Bayside, this has been incredible. Thank you for being one of the most fun interviews we've ever had and not being an idiot. We appreciate it. Well, you know what? Thank you can thank me for not seeming like an idiot. Fair. That? Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Bayside, get caught, and uh, go to that tour. And we will talk to you very soon. Heck yeah, man. All right, talk to you soon. All right, later, man. See you, brother. Well, that was a great interview. Yeah, it was. That really was good. one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. Yeah, I, it's funny. We talked for what an hour and a half. Yeah, pretty and, close. And I really feel like that was just part one. Yeah, I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface. Yeah, no, not really. And we we talked for a long time. We have more questions. I guess we have to wait till next week. Yeah, I and I had going. video games to get to. I had movies to get to. We'll, we'll get to our top stuff next week. Yeah, we have top know. albums. We have to get to next week. We'll make sure we do. Um, I watched Tusk the other night. I want to talk about Tusk. If you want to do this, w- uh, what was your top album of the year, do you think? <sighs> My top album of the year is tied between J. Cole mm. and Bracket. Hold your applause. Okay. Uh, if you had to end the podcast with a s- one song off one of those, which would it be? <sighs> Man. Because I figured we could... Both pick a song each off of our uh, favorite of the year and then put that at the end. I agree. Um, the first song in the new bracket is amazing. Is that on YouTube? I don't know. Let me see. Look up the track listing. It's called Hold Your Applause. Bracket is a band, for anybody that doesn't know, that used to be on Fat Records. Um, ironically enough, they're a band I've liked since I was 15, but my friend Nathan has a label called Head to Wall Records out of Las Vegas and actually put out their new record. And it's funny because they're a hardcore label, and he just hit up Bracket and was like, big pop punk fan, love your band, uh, can we put out your new record on vinyl? And they just emailed him back, and we're like, sure. <laughs> it's called Not A Pair. Yeah, um, he hit me up and was just like, dude, I'm putting out the new Bracket record. So, obviously, this has nothing to do with us being friends. I've liked Bracket since I was in high school. Right. 
Brackets amazing, but uh, yeah, this song's great. I think it's great. What uh, what is your album of the year? Let's see if it's on here or not. If it's not, oh yeah, it is. My album of the year is one I just discovered on Saturday. Uh, that I didn't know anything about this band until then, but then I found them. Alt J. No, oh. no, they're called Wolves. Okay. W L W O L V V E S. Okay. It's a pop punk band. That is also like hip hop. Okay. It sort of is like a cross between if if the singer of the Violent Femmes was much younger okay. and had grown up listening to rap, but also like pop punk and okay. wanted to sing about pizza and smoking weed and drinking beer. Very interested. Yeah. Very interested. It's uh it's real good. And the song and E P is called Live Forever. Should I listen to this on the way home right now? Yeah, I think you'll really like it because it's actually like really fun like you'd think that it would be annoying kind right. of because of the subject anytime you mix like rock or pop punk or punk or hip-hop right i automatically get a bad taste in my mouth right but this is but like kind of i'm curious lo-fi and fun and like you can tell like all they want to do is just have a f- like just have fun like right. you know just doing it because they're silly just and, like, pop some viagra get some boners make some music probably pretty much i don't know like it's it's I really, really like the song, and I really, really like the EP, which is available on Spotify. But it's called uh, they're called Wolves, and the thing's called Live Forever. There, there are many more albums I want to get to. I want to talk about J. Cole. I want to talk about Run the Jewels. I want to yeah. talk about – there's a ton. Um, yeah. I want to talk about how shitty some albums are that you motherfuckers put in your top ten this year Yeah. because you're a bunch of hipsters. Yeah, like, we'll fuck off. We will definitely talk about that. Um, so next week, uh, Guy Fieri once again had he he put off, but uh, the interview with Jack went way longer than expected. Yeah, and it was great. And so I hope you guys liked it. I hope you did. And if you're a Bayside fan, I think that was a great interview. <coughs> if I was a yeah. fan of a band, that's the kind of interview I want to hear. And for those of you who have written in before and talked about the sound quality of the show. I tried to adjust things a little bit, but I realized the reason why it sometimes sounds weird is because I have a grounding problem in my USB port, which isn't something that anybody gives a shit about. But for those of you who do, I'll be fixing it so you can shut the fuck up. Stop being a racist. Yeah. And just, you know, let us live our lives because we're providing you with free entertainment <laughs> about things that you like. So and we're trying to make it not free. Like, we would love for you to pay us. Yeah. If you could just start paying us for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> that'd be great. $100 a week per episode per person. Yeah. But uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Next week we'll be back uh, with Ryan Seaman. Next week we got Ryan Seaman from Fallen Reverse. Huge episode. We have Guy Fieri. We have talks about video games. Uh, I want to talk about Tusk, the new Kevin Smith movie. Mm. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. I watched it the I'll other day. I'll try night. and watch it. This watch week. it this week, please, so we can talk about it. Next week we got a huge episode, and this was a huge episode. Yeah. So uh, we're on fire right now. So we appreciate you guys all listening and yeah, thank you. all the feedback. It's crazy. Um, please follow us on Twitter. We get tweets like crazy now every week mm-hmm. and everybody and all the listeners. So it's awesome. Um, here's Bracket and Wolves, two of Justin and I's favorite uh, songs of the year. Yeah. Um, you wrote us yours. If you didn't get time, now you, you have, have all week. Yeah. Write us in your favorite records please of the do. year and why. And we're going to have a huge music discussion next week. And uh, we'll have Ryan Seaman prep his top 10 as well and we'll just have a big music uh episode next week all right thanks for listening thanks for listening now like us we're big snackers we love you smooch smooch bye bye are you sure you don't want to keep the gun yeah i don't really need it. the clown um no i don't really need condoms you didn't bring me condoms i've got condoms i have some of my own i'm fine what kind
lifestyle. Fire and ice. Well, it's actually it's actually Young Thug's brand. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to Big Snackers. We'll see you next week. Pizza's my religion. Hi, my name is A.